What's up, everyone, and welcome back to the Alternate Reality Podcast, where we talk about everything nerdy, everything gaming, basically everything awesome. I am here this week with, of course, my right-hand man, Dahooch. Yo, hey, I'm a lefty, bro. Shit, my left hand, man. <laughs> you don't want to be my right hand, man, anyways. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I'm not your tissue carrier. Get that out of here. And then uh, this week, we also have a special guest, Bearded Rooster. Hey, yo. Yo, dude, are you excited to be on the podcast? I, I am. You get when to I f- join in and all the ridiculousness that goes on over here? I kid you not. I listen to you guys' podcast in the car. And I'm literally mm-hmm. talking back to the podcast. I was I, day Who one. Who are you yelling at That's most of the time? You. You. Fuck me. <laughs> I'm a huge Metallica fan. And you have. Uh, wait, 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 wait. So you should be on my side, right? No, I'm like a, no. a, a fucking purist. Shouldn't you be like, yeah, dude, that was. He's, there's like no such thing as a Metallica right? purist. Because they've never stayed the same the whole... We could, we could have a separate podcast on just this topic. Wait, wait, all right. Wait, let me, did I hear a different version? Like, I don't understand how people listen to that version. And I'm like, that's a cool version. That version was fucking garbage. I don't get it. No. I loved that version. Me too. I am a late Metallica fan. Like, I didn't... I, well, I like I the Metallica up, like version. You, you guys understand that, right? The true... Well, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. But but when I, when I grew up, there was like there were two camps, right? You had rock and you had hit rap, right? right? Never did the two meet. There was never any of that until Run DMC teamed up with Aerosmith. I have a separate story about how arrogant and stupid I was by trying to tell somebody that Run DMC was more popular than Aerosmith and Aerosmith nobody knew about Aerosmith. What? That's how little I knew about rock. <laughs> like, again, that's how little I knew about rock. When I finally found out who Aerosmith was, boy, did I feel stupid. <laughs> it's, it's like, wow. And then that was when I started liking Aerosmith, too. So, um, but like a very similar thing happened to me. Like, I was never a fan of rock. I just didn't like it. It didn't appeal to me. But then my sophomore year in high school, uh, I'm going to summer school because we had a terrible geometry teacher. <laughs> and um, uh, we, I got a ride to school from a guy who was my sophomore, junior year. Sorry, junior year. Um, we, he listened to the Van Halen For Unlawful Carnal Knowledge, like CD, mm-hmm. like ad nauseum. That's all he would freaking play. And so I kind of got, you know, through that, I kind of had an appreciation a little bit more for rock because right. that was actually a pretty good album. I was like, yeah, right, great. Mm-hmm. And so then it, it opened my ears up a little bit more. Uh, and that was, I think, slightly before Metallica's Black album dropped mm-hmm. and Enter Sandman came in. I remember watching the video on MTV back when they played videos. And like that song was great. I like that song. And then they, were, they had a bunch of stuff on that album that I was like, okay, that's pretty good. But then everybody always said, like, that was Metallica selling out, right? They were, their their stuff sounded more poppy, more, uh, more popular. That was poppy? Right, appealed to the masses. Yeah. Well, no, it's it appealed more so than their other stuff. Because I remember it wasn't until Rock Band, mm-hmm. I think it was Rock Band, when that came out, where I started to have an appreciation for some of their older stuff. Like, Blackened was in the freaking was in rock band and playing the shit out of that song was fucking yeah. rough. So then it was like, it was like, Oh, this actually sounds really good. Let me hear some other stuff. So then, I mean, it was all the, like the well-known stuff, like, you know, from injustice for all the, I did like one before mm-hmm. then. Um, and obviously like I mentioned blackened, um, uh, what was another one that I was trying to remember? There was the name of the song, but, but it, it gave me 
a better appreciation of some of their older stuff and who they were as a group. And then I started listening to more rock in general. But rock band is really like it started with the Van Halen. But Guitar Hero rock band is what really rocketed me to the point where I'm like, I can listen to rock music. I can listen to some heavy metal stuff. Right. Get that get the baby metal going. Right. 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 Rooster. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so the, it's so, interesting. The black album, the big difference there was they brought in a producer. Previously, all their albums, Fleming Rasmussen, they had an engineer. But they brought Bob Rock okay. in, who incidentally played on the St. Anger album as the bass player. He was the fill-in. He was oh, the nice. fill-in for Newstead when Newstead left. But that was the big deal. Is Bob Rock was a whole different deal. They'd never had a producer. They'd never had someone that was running the album and, and had that high-level view of, of what their music could be sonically and all the different levels that, that they changed. A lot of people, mm. some people thought it was, it's, it's interesting, depending on your age, you might think that, oh, they sold out on the Black Album, or, which incidentally, it's not called the Black Album. It's actually Metallica. That's the actual yeah, title of the, the album. Yeah. But, yeah. and then some people go, oh, well, Load, Reload, that's when they sold out, because, again, they changed their sound a little bit, and then Death Magnetic, it, it, it really depends on where you came into Metallica, where your anchor point is, on when you think they mm-hmm. sold out, and they've just evolved. You know, this band is 40 years old. 40. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I they celebrated the 40 years this year. I love how we're in a gaming <laughs> podcast crazy. and have already talked six minutes or Sorry. nearly seven minutes about Metallica. No, no, no. I, I think I it's think funny. I, this is this is so us to just go off on something that is totally not yeah. like applicable. The I will say well, it's applicable because this this is about our guest host. Well, today. I was going to say also real quick, just so I can relate it back to what it originally was about. Is it that was the song, the song that we we're talking about that I don't like that you guys do like? That was for Rise, Marvel Rising Sun, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, and it, it is. was it was a Metallica cover, correct? Correct. It's off the Blacklisted album, which is really a whole li- an album full of it's nothing but covers, and it's to be on that album, you had to have been influenced or sampled Metallica within your music at some point. Mm-hmm. So. I, I, I think all the stuff on there, there's some really interesting stuff that doesn't resonate necessarily with your typical metal fa- fan. But um, hey, Elton right. John said one of those songs was the best, one of the best music pieces ever written. Yeah. That's, well, that's I mean, pretty big praise. That That is. Yeah. All, I mean, all I know is just at the end of the day, that fucking song was just like nails on a chalkboard to me. I, I, oh I my don't God. get it. One day I'm going to find, I guess, someone that agrees with me. We'll have to see. Um, I don't know. <laughs> it's, it sounds like I'm, I'm it's becoming more and more hard-pressed to do, but I, I'll find someone. Um, yeah. Anyways, <laughs> just so you guys know, everyone, we are a gaming uh, podcast, <laughs> in case you didn't get that. Um, but we have to do our shameless shilling before we talk about all the gaming stuff that we did. And shameless really shilling. talk about Bearded Rooster. He tells us his plethora of gaming knowledge uh, and, <laughs> and what's interested him. And so uh, before we do that, yeah, we have to go ahead and talk about this. So patrons, we thank you all so much. We love our patrons. Um, we actually have Bearded Rooster here from our patrons. We're yeah. having a, a couple of different guests come in now um, since Chu is in his absence. And um, they're filling in the, the spotlight for us. And we're pulling them from our patron area. So um, once again, patrons, if you guys have any interest in coming in, make sure that you message Hooch and I. And we'll be able to uh, make something work out with you. 
But uh, if you're interested in becoming a patron and potentially coming on the show or having some kind of say or listening to the show early, make sure to check out our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash A&R pod. And if you want to talk to us, you know, about anything, we have so much stuff in our discord that we go over, not limited just to games. We literally have TV, movies, um, investing, cryptocurrency, hardware, all that kind of stuff. Make sure to uh, go ahead and and check out that at um, discord.me forward slash ANR. And then I'm already getting, I don't know why, but today I'm fuzzy on the, on the links. So hopefully I keep getting, oh Lord, Jesus. Uh, But the most important thing that you guys can do for anyone listening right now is of course, go to Apple podcast and look us up over there. And if you find the podcast, leave us a five star review because that helps out more than anything else. Leaving us those five star reviews really helps out with the visibility to make sure that everyone is able to get this awesome podcast that you guys are listening to right now. So that is it. The king has been paid. Let's go ahead and move There's, on to the fun stuff. I have I have one correction for you throughout sure. the whole entire spiel. Uh, let's be honest. If anybody comes to me, I'm sending them to you. That's I mean, that's just, so far that's been the case. But you know what? How they can get to me is also through you. So there you go. Yeah, it's, that's It's true. just that's a, true. a roundabout way of doing it. I'm just too busy. No. <laughs> oh, you are. You so are. I'm sure on. you are busier than me right now. That is for sure. So, yeah. Oh, oh my God. It's crazy. <laughs> But yeah, so go ahead and uh, I guess Rooster, why don't you tell us a little bit about you know your history with gaming and um, yeah, how long you've been listening, all that kind of stuff. Sure. Um, I, my first, uh, I'll just go with first console Odyssey Two mm-hmm. by Magnavox. Yes, that's baby. right. We were just talking about that that's the other right. day. Uh, Casey Munchkin, man, the 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 game that was uh, the what is it, Pac Man ripoff. Way better than Pac-Man. Mm-hmm, Anyways, mm-hmm. so yeah, that's my. That, I'll start there. That was my first console. Um, played games my growing up, just like anybody from my age group. Um, mm-hmm. Nintendo, all that Dreamcast, all that stuff. Um, started working at uh, EA in 1999. Worked on. I think I'm credited, and I'm sure Dehooch is blows me out of the water here, but I think I'm credited in 357 some odd games. Oh, that's an interesting. Actually, is thing. it is it that much yeah. for you? Yeah, I was gonna say, uh, Hooch, what's, your, what's yours at? You have to look up. Uh, no, I. Uh, <laughs> are you sure? It's I think that so. Many? I think I last time I checked, it was like three hundred and fifty-seven some odd games or something like that. Uh, it drops off, and I don't know lately. why, but they change. You know that website. I don't know if you want me to pitch that one, but that Moby yeah, games. Moby games. It, Moby games. Oh, dude, go, I don't care. I'll share the it, link. It goes up and it goes right down now. for some reason. I think it's because people cite different things. It's kind of like a wiki for uh, for huh. video That's video games. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But that's I just put my list in there, dude. Yeah, I'm, I'm about, about to look you up. Yeah, I'm sure who just got quite an extensive list of things, dude. Yeah, most of, dude, most games so I worked many games on that I know. <laughs> you actually did some shit over there, bro. <laughs> it's literally it's literally every single game that EA created from 1999 to 2009, and then a couple after that because I went back for another stint mm-hmm. uh, in 2013 and 2015. So did you actually the work on one. every single one of these games? Hell yeah, to some degree, in oh. some way, shape, or Damn, form. Dude, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. So, I mean, that way, shape, or form could have been like I spent a couple of hours on somebody's team in our department going, hey, yeah, this game's broken. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, we used to do I, that I on mean, purpose to make sure we'd get into the credits. Yeah. Is exactly. that is that like, um, 
how how would I say? Uh, oh God, I, I don't know. But is this is this like the currency of game developers right here? Like, yo, bro, how many game credits you want? At one point in yeah. time, it was we used to we used to always sit up there and be like, yo, check out my Moby games. But there was always one guy, Nudie, who just blew us <laughs> yeah. all out of the water. Dude, he would just or Ben. No, it was Ben. Oh, Crick geez. would be like, you guys need to shut the hell up, dude, because yeah. he had been doing it for like what four or five years before yeah. we even got there. Fight Night Round and Three, so, bro. I love yeah. that game. <laughs> oh, fight. Jesus. Just I'm, I'm, yeah, I mean, seriously, like, I'm just going through the list right now. This is hilarious. I can probably tell you some story that we had in our department about most of these games. Mm-hmm. Uh, some some definitely more than others. Um, and some were just like, oh, my God, why the hell did we make this freaking game? Um, Who's party adventure? Like I'm looking at one right now. Two oh, weeks of my dude. life, I will never get back. <laughs> Wait, which my, one was it? Pooh's party adventure. Party my wife God. called me while I, while I was playing that, and she could hear it in the background. She's like, "What is that?" And I told her. And to not like, I kid you not, three weeks ago we were talking to some people, and they asked about my you know background, and she she always launches into, "Yeah, I used to play Pooh's party adventure." That's her. That's her go to oh. about my time at a, at EA. <laughs> oh yeah. my God. Um, Oh, Robin Hood is on here. That game never got released, as far as I knew. Oh, okay, Hood? all right. Yeah. yeah, it was on the it was on the G. All right, well, GBC. We, we'll keep on going over your credits later. But yeah, <laughs> you, you can go ahead and continue, yeah. Rooster. So I started in '99. <laughs> I left uh, the first half of 2008. So I didn't know you had left mm-hmm. so close to me, uh, Dehooch. I I was I was uh, asked to leave uh, as along with uh, several oh, thousand got- <laughs> in the big layoff of 2009. We made it through a lot of those, that's for sure. We did. We, we did. did. The Very few uh, left unscathed after that one. Yeah. Like, um, what was it? Uh, I'm not going to put his name out there, but the manager of the Mastering Lab, yep. remember, had to tell most of his team that they were fired, and then he himself had to walk out. Yeah. I, I brought. In case anyone uh, couldn't already tell, by the way, they worked together. They know each other in real life. That's why... Uh, this uh, banter exists right worked worked together is an understatement for about six years we sat mm, what six feet six feet apart from each other (laughs) yeah Yeah. i mean to be well and the the thing about it is like i think i saw more of him than his girlfriend did at the time because of the work seven days a week 12 hours a day at least (laughs) yeah and um and and also i have to give him credit because if it wasn't uh, for him, I wouldn't have had the compliance experience that okay. I did. Uh, it was a crappy situation that it came about, but it was it turned into a, a, a great opportunity. Um, so yeah, but it was it, it was just like interesting how that all all played out. Yeah. Those are good. Those are good days. I miss them a lot. I love the job I do now. But mm-hmm. yeah, so I'm a you know I was there until 2008. Went and worked in a bunch of different government jobs. You know, county, state, and now I work at now I work at the federal level. Um, we won't go into that's all pretty boring. Yeah, um, I'm a dad of uh, four four boys, two uh, twelve. All year, four two, boys. Wow. Yeah, twelve two fourteen year olds. They're um they're, in fact they turn fifteen next week, and they're twins, and then a ten year old and a four year old or three year old. Sorry. Three-year-old. Shit, dude. Yeah, it's pretty wild wow. at my house. We're or, a gaming. Was there house. ever a moment? Was there ever a moment where you were like, I wish I had girls instead of boys? Eh, I would like to have had a girl just for the to have both sides of the experience. 
Is there any truth to the fact that that like boys are easier to raise than girls? I can't tell you that because because I only depends. Well, that uh, that's true. It it here it is. It depends on they're they're different. They're easier at different stages. Girls are much easier when they're younger Mm -hmm. because they tend to tend to have uh, be less physical. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh, there's more like danger with like roughhousing and stuff. Oh, dude, boys at a young age. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> they like to destroy. Well, it's Don't. not just them punching each other. They try to take the house off apart at the freaking studs. Yes. I'm telling you, every <laughs> yes. corner in my house, in our last house, had no drywall on it. Every freaking corner. Yeah. The fuck? Yeah. Oh, dude. Yeah. They get, they're they're, they're so physical. Like yeah. No, they just break shit. They don't fix it. I'd be happy yeah, with they carpenters. They don't know how to fix it. Yeah, I guess that's true. <laughs> yeah. Uh, dude, my my brother and I, we just like my dad bought new furniture before we moved in, mm-hmm. and like we had the, the the chairs for the dining room table or the dining room. The they had the base, but no like seat mm-hmm. or no back. And I think there was like one chair you could actually sit on. The rest had been destroyed. His uh, recliner like didn't fully go back into an upright position because the part where you put your legs, the bars had been just mangled and bent to God knows how long, to just everywhere. The The coffee table was broken in half. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, it was it was pretty yeah, bad. Dude. This, is, this is good knowledge to have, like, going into, you know, probably parenting and probably, like, you know, three, four years from now. Like, that's good information to store away. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but the flip side is, Girls are um, just a nightmare when it becomes teenagers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think I own enough firearms to have a to have a daughter. <laughs> that that's my concern is I just don't want to deal with with that aspect of it whenever she's a teenager. Like being, I, I would be so worried about my kid all the time. I don't know what I'd fucking do. Oh, dude, it's like you you reach a point where like you just have to come to grips that you can't control it. Um. Like my mom, my mom said that basically you just put on a helmet, strap in and hang on for dear life. <laughs> yeah, I guess, I guess that's what it is. <laughs> but that, that's that's basically what it is. I mean, kids in general are like that because you, the more you try and control the chaos, the more stress you're going to put yourself under because you mm-hmm. just you just can't control it. I, I'm telling you, this this is good stuff for a like we have to do or not we because I obviously won't be included in it, but another dad's level up episode. Like you guys mm-hmm. have plenty of content to go in there. Oh, There's yeah. so much shit that goes into being a, a fucking dad of a gamer. I feel like these days. Um, but anyways, I guess Rooster, do you have anything else, or do you want sure. to go straight into what what you talked about this week, or whatever? You can just want to say, want. just want to finish up with you know we're a gamer house. You walk into our house, the front door, mm-hmm. and the the room you walk into is our game room, and it's you know gaming rigs right, lined right. up, four gaming rigs lined up against the wall with a PS4 and an Xbox, and it's literally that's that's the entryway to our house. So nice. we are a full on <laughs> gaming house, and it it's it's good and bad. But uh, it's pretty exciting. Uh, I'm a failed podcaster. <laughs> I had a couple of podcasts uh, that just never took off because for we're for all whatever. there to some degree, bro. We've had so yeah. many podcasts over the years that we've had to close down. And oddly <laughs> enough, one of them was gamer called Gamer Dad Z, where it was surely about gaming dads and how they did and, and how they 
related to their kids. I had about three episodes, but I can't seem to find them anywhere. But that's it. That's it on me. Um, I, I play well, games. There you go. I definitely say you're qualified. <laughs> um, I guess go ahead and kick us off with uh, what you did or watched this week. Uh, playing or watching? We'll do. I mean, pick one. I don't know. Which which one do you want to do first? Ah, uh, you know what? There's there's more to the there watching. There is so much for so the let's watching. Let's kick off the watching. The wa- okay. yeah, and we got a lot of a lot of common threads on the we watching. Do. We do even for the gaming too. But yeah, you're right. Oh well, you and I definitely for the gaming. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So yeah, you can go ahead and kick us off sure. with the watching. So uh, Foundation dropped last night on Apple Plus. Um, this is a, a show based off an Isaac Asimov series of books, I believe. And uh, it was almost unwatchable. And it, there was a lot of hype. And I know there's going to be a lot of people that disagree with me. Mm-hmm. But the book, the books are supposedly really hard to read. And the show was equally hard to watch. Really? Without without going into spoilers, it's based on a it's based on a math thing, believe it or not, in science fiction and telling the future, which everybody knows from the trailer. But I think they thought that people would think that was way more interesting than it really is, because once they explain, mm. it's like okay, yeah, that's kind of boring, and you know, it had mm-hmm. it had decent acting, but not supported by dialogue, and it did have some pretty good visuals, but and sound production was top notch. Listening mm-hmm. to it through uh, through uh, my Sony um, Pulse headsets was phenomenal, but mm-hmm. I think it's unwatchable. And maybe next season, I mean, yeah, not it. It has Lee Pace, even with Lee Pace. I know that, you know it had a. It's it's like if a chef took all these great freaking ingredients and he put them into a pot, but never turned on the freaking stove. Each mm, individual, like George, each Lucas. individual thing is good, but together. And maybe the second episode will be better. And I'm hope I'm I'm gonna try. I'm gonna stick with it because I'm a sci-fi okay. whore and I love. And anything what's the name of that one again? Uh, Foundation on Apple Plus. Foundation. I didn't even hear. Is yeah, it uh, is saw. it Apple Plus exclusive? Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, Apple, it's Plus. Apple Plus. Oh, that's why I don't know it. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Which is okay. So the interesting thing is, like most people I hear talk about the Apple TV Plus shows or things like they they all. Oh hell yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. See, and Phenomenal. this is the first one I've heard. I have to. My wife has been watching C, and she says it's really good. It took a little bit to get going, but once it did, it was really good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then they so, they yeah. added Batista in this season. I haven't I haven't started the second season, but you know Jason Momoa uh, and David Bautista. That's you know, oh yeah, I saw I saw good. trailers for that actually, yeah. and I was like, man, I should watch this. And then yeah. I saw it was Apple um, TV, and I was like, oh shit, well, I guess I'm not yeah. gonna watch it. <laughs> That's right, because you don't buy. Uh, don't you, you are an Apple, Apple person. I, Why don't you have this free thing? I, yeah, I know. Do. It's just because. So it's so it's free for me. Is that? Is, if you bought an Apple product within the last, I don't know, half century, they probably yeah. threw a year's subscription at you for free. Okay, well, I mean, then I guess I have a year subscription that I have not used because now I haven't. I just have like so many subscriptions to shit now. I just feel like I don't want another. <laughs> Tell me about it. And I, I've only like really heard of like two good shows i mean you're right i have heard lots of people like love the tv shows that are on that are exclusive to apple um, tv but it's just the like it's only it seems like still in a small niche compared to like you know netflix shows that fucking everyone talks about you know what i mean yeah so i just haven't had the, the the drive to really go in and do it but i i should especially if it's free like i should get i've been promising four people now to watch ted lasso so i should probably hop on that shit you should use some of that yeah, sweet yeah. patreon money 
Come on. <laughs> well, it sounds like I have zero excuse because I don't even need that. If it's free, then yeah. I have literally no. It's excuse. free, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's yeah. funny. The other show that I've been that I've been watching is uh, Mr. Corman, and uh, you know, it's. I started watching it. I was, I think, I was four episodes deep. It's kind of an interesting look with mental illness. It's uh, Gordon Levitt, whatever. I can never remember that guy's full name. The, the, uh, Joseph uh, Gordon Levitt. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, so it, it's an interesting take on mental illness. You know, I was I was all in. It was funny and kind of weird, quirky, and kind of devastating at times. But then they had a musical episode, and for me, when you do a musical episode, I'm <laughs> fucking out. I'm gone. What? Really? I love musical episodes. Oh god, dude, no! I Come on, love that shit. The, no. The, the my dude, my favorite Buffy the Vampire Slayer episode was once more with feeling. Yeah, I don't. It's not my thing. It's not my oh. thing. I guess it depends on what was the one they did uh, with the big ta- giant animal, a big giant Venus flytrap that with Rick Moranis. Oh, uh, oh, oh yeah, a little yeah. Yeah. Quarters, yeah. That's the only one I've yeah. ever really been okay with. Not a what fan about of musicals, what about huh? did you ever watch the show Community? Yeah, and occasionally they, those are funny. They have because they're ironic, like yeah. you know they're self aware and ironic ones, so that's why they're funny. But yeah, There's, like they do a good job of making fun of musical of like the musical episode yeah. on TV shows. Yeah, I just yeah. couldn't. I, I lost me as soon as it hit there because you know I'm watching a lot of stuff and you know there's an economy of time here, right? So mm-hmm. if, if it doesn't catch me right away or it does something I don't like, I'm out. Fair enough. Fair okay. enough. I'm watching Any, the Sopranos. You I'm watching the Sopranos oh, to shit. get are prepared you, are you for doing that. Or... Yeah. Okay. I was about to ask that. <laughs> Sorry. I should just let you finish. I just I I haven't heard anyone talk about the Sopranos yeah. in so long. So I'm like, oh shit. Yeah. I'm watching them. <laughs> you know, Saints of New Newark comes out on August October. I'm sorry, October first on HBO. Mm-hmm. And I am I'm oh, a damn. Soprano fan, big time. I'm listening to the Talking Sopranos, another podcast. Where Michael Imperioli and Steve Shrippa, um, Christopher Moltisani, and uh, Bobby Bacala talk about they they go through every episode, and it's freaking awesome to watch to listen to the podcast and then watch the episode. So I got hooked. Um, can't wait for Saints of New York. I just wish it was a show, not a movie. Yeah, uh, I have a confession to make. I have not finished The Sopranos. Oh my god. Uh, nor, really? nor, nor did I watch um, Breaking Bad. Okay, well, I mean, two things you need to do is watch those two shows. Those are like, nope, like too much time. Don't have it. Don't have time. TV icons, but <laughs> well, either well. way, I didn't know that they had a podcast for it. Now I should look into that because I'm literally re- rewatching because my girlfriend's watching it for the first mm-hmm. time. Oh, the podcast so, is fantastic. Nice. Okay, who's who hosts it? It's a uh, Michael. It's Michael Im- Imperioli. Who plays Christopher mm-hmm. Moltisanti, uh, Tony's um, ah, okay, okay, uh, yeah, uh, nephew, and then or nephew, uh, nephew, yeah. yeah, nephew, and then Steve Shrippa, um, who plays Bobby Bacala. He doesn't come on to the second uh, season of the sh- of the show, but if you're a fan of any CBS shows, he does. He is on um, Blue Bloods as uh, he plays a, oddly enough a police officer on Blue Bloods. He's oh, the wow. um, cool. he's the like not sidekick but the, like kind of like the protector of the brother right yeah he takes or care of, of the, junior um, of the uncle rather yeah yeah he takes care of junior okay, yeah. and, mar- and later he was one marries, of my favorite characters yeah. and then he marries janice tony's sister i'm a big soprano fan oh shit <laughs> yeah yeah i i'm yeah. you know i'm going back through it because i haven't seen it in f- like I, I think like six years or so now but 
Um, yeah, I mean, it, we just, I think we just hit episode four going back through, but it's so crazy to rewatch it again because even like that show is generally, it's hard to describe to people because I'm always like, there's a lot of really boring parts, like what some people could perceive as boring parts because they show a lot of mundane things. But at the same time, whenever you're watching it, it, it's it's for some reason interesting. Those mundane things that on another TV show would probably be like boring and it would lose their audience. For some reason, whenever James Gandolfini's involved, you're just like, fuck, I want to watch this shit. Yeah. So I think yeah, that that's it's, the it's first show, TV magic in, at least in like, my memory, where you are endearing. You, 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 you're rooting for the bad guy, right? Tony Soprano does some pretty oh, yeah. heinous yeah, stuff. These the guys bad. are murderers yeah. Oh, yeah. and he's thugs. <laughs> but you find yourself yeah. rooting for the bad guy. And I can't remember mm-hmm. a show previous to that where the showrunners took that type of risk where you're where you're rooting for the bad guy. And I thought that yeah. was kind of yeah, interesting. And it struck me more watching it now because we have more of that in our cinema and our and just media in general, you know, Dexter and mm-hmm. those type of things. But this one I was gonna say I was gonna say Dexter. But this is yeah. before Dexter. So, you know, the Sopranos are in the 90s. Yep. I think 96, I think the pilot aired. Here, yeah. Here's the crazy thing. Like, I think, yeah, what, what what's happened is, you know, people want to see um, flawed heroes or, or, or protagonists, right? They don't, like, the, the goody-goody Superman, Captain America type are kind of like, ugh, boring, bland you know what we want is someone who is flawed that we can kind of be like oh i can understand them a little bit more um you know you get the same thing also with uh, breaking bad oh, yeah. right he wasn't a good guy Ooh. walter white was not a good guy <laughs> although after a while no, you exactly. are not rooting for him anymore like no that's I'm true jesse that's all true. the way dude for real totally <laughs> <laughs> right um, or Todd. There's Come always on. been there's there's always been a, a sweet spot though, I think, for gangsters specifically, because like I like at Peaky Blinders and stuff like that too. I'm not sure if, if any of you guys have watched that series. Hell yeah. But if you guys like Sopranos, you would really love Peaky Blinders too. It's it's a fucking amazing series. But like gangster life specifically, I feel like has always had like a spot in uh like cultural TV just because I don't know, it's it's such an interesting phase of life that we actually you know, had at a certain point that was, you know, had had so much impact on society. So, yeah, it's, it's always interesting to watch that kind of stuff. You know, Godfather and, um, you know, all those. I guess, what was the other? Casino. What was Casino, the other? Like, Donnie Brasco. The original movies? Donnie Brasco. Yeah. Um, I'm forgetting, like, the biggest one. Hell, even The Godfather. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's why I, I said The Godfather. Um, Goodfellas. Why oh, am okay. I, why can I not think it? Goodfellas. Goodfellas, thank you very much. Yeah, Goodfellas. With, oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, With the yeah, girl yeah. from The Sopranos. Yeah, yeah. Lorraine Bracco. Um, yeah, yeah. Lorraine Bracco. Yeah, Lorraine Bracco. Yeah. She's also I did not in know Blue that Buds. that was her for the longest time. <laughs> oh, she's yeah. in Blue Buds too. Yeah. Fuck, man. Yeah. <laughs> right. She's all. If you haven't figured it out, I watch a lot of television. I don't well, know if what that's about good or sad? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you watched Visions too, correct? Yeah. I got up to, I think, uh, episode seven. Okay, so Visions we can talk a a bit about. We can't go into it too much because Hooch got to four, and obviously I don't want to spoil it for anyone, so we could talk in, like, generalities and keep it fairly brief. I'm interested to know, is there any particular episode that you did not like? Oh, yes. I hated this episode. I, I stuck through it. The Village Bride. The Village Bride. No, you I did like not that. like I the just Village Bride. That so one. here's the thing. It's interesting. <laughs> I liked it. I hate. I hated it 
all the way until the very like last quarter of it. And then yeah, okay. when that stuff happened, I started to really like it. And then when have you you've seen the village ride one, right? I think I can say this and it's oh, not yeah, going to yeah. be a spoiler. When we see a katana shaped lightsaber, I'm in. I would I'll rewatch yeah. that one now just to yeah. see that because I think that is such a way better and I know Star Wars fans are going to freaking kill me. Uh-oh. And I'm a Star Wars fan hardcore myself, but I think the look of a flat blade lightsaber mm. is so much cooler and so much more closer to what George Lucas originally ripped off that it yeah. should be they should be flat. They should be katanas. But I think he was yeah, I, I think, think he couldn't do it and he was worried that it was people were going to see that he ripped off um uh, what is it Seven Samurai? Like Samurai yeah, yeah, because yeah. that's yeah, that was the influence yeah. was the samurai movies. Yeah, and samurai like culture. Yeah. Um, yeah, but yeah, it was that was super cool to see. Like it, it's kind of like the Dark Blade. Um, yeah, from the Clone Wars TV show that they have, and um, the Mandalorian. So that was pretty cool. And oh yeah, duh, yeah, yeah and the, the Mandalorian, Man- the Mandalorian yep. too. Um, yeah, but yeah, so that was pretty cool to see like more of that kind of influence on there. For me, dude, I couldn't stand the second one. Tatooine Rhapsody, fucking shoot oh, me in the head. That one yeah, was terrible. Yeah, kind of goofy. <laughs> My ten year old thought that was hilarious, uh, which which yeah, should I be I enough right there. That one. What was your favorite? Yeah, it was. It's just the um. Well, it's just the uh. The song wasn't even good. Like that was the th- like the music was fucking yeah. terrible to me, and so I was like, like I was just like, dude, give up, like fucking give up, like leave your job, man, like go back to being a Jedi because it's fucking terrible. We needed some ba- we needed <laughs> um, baby metal in there. Yeah, That's what should like been it there. had the whole social media baby metal. Well, yes, now I would agree with you because Judas <laughs> told me that that one song that we listened to the other day was baby metal. So yeah, I'll I'll go with that. Um, <laughs> but no, with. Uh, like whenever in the whole like social media influence thing you saw whenever they were like streaming it around the galaxy and um you know he asked for like a fucking sponsorship and stuff i don't know it was oh, too, yeah. too much for me i was like jesus yeah. christ but i think my favorite one was the first episode um i re- well uh, yeah i would say that's that's probably my my favorite one of all time i had another one that was two more that were close i think which was the elder which was episode seven, right? I just started yeah. and stopped because okay. this, uh, we started recording. <laughs> right. Well, that one is that one is very good. I think that those two universally are the most liked ones. And um, I, I, the other two that I did not like were um, eight and nine. Actually, I, I did not care for eight wow. and nine at all. What about uh, the that? Could have been because I, I, huh? What about ninth Jedi? It wasn't episode nine. It was the oh, ninth I, Jedi. Yeah, I I really like that one. I enjoyed that was that my one that was my favorite. The saber changing thing was just like what? That, why don't they do that? Yep. In, oh, dude, in whenever Star Wars. Oh, was man. that? So every, I agree with you. Was that the? Yes, uh, I was gonna say just real quick. Also in that Which? episode, the uh, the flip, like where when you think one thing's happening and then the second you realize that's not what's happening, I was like, oh shit! So that was pretty interesting. That's was that is that the seventh episode or, or one you guys are talking about? Um, Which that one, one that is? is the ninth Jedi. I think that one is the fifth episode. Fifth. Right? Oh, yeah, damn, that's the fifth it's the episode. one I didn't get a chance to watch. Yeah, and then I I actually really liked the sixth episode, um, the one with the robot. I I personally really enjoyed that one. I don't think a lot of people did, but no, that, I, one, that one I, was... I did care for. 
The one with the robot and the old guy with the but, white beard. Well, so Hooch, which one? Yes, I actually really liked that one. I thought that one was cool as fuck. Uh, I don't think that a lot of people did, though. So it sounds like you're... Did you not like it? or I did not like, like okay it. With it. I did not like okay, it. I almost, I almost skipped. I almost actually skipped through it because it was like... I don't like. I didn't like the anime animation style. I didn't like the dialogue in this. The, the, I the story was okay. I understand all of that stuff. I understand those reasons. I think that that animation style, especially, is polarizing. Mm. But I definitely enjoyed it. Um, Hooch, what about you? Like, I know that you've only watched up to four. You said, what, yeah, through what's four. your favorite? Yeah. What's your worst? Well, I mean, so far, the the favorite, obviously, is the first one. Okay, yeah. um, in the first four episodes, that one stands out the most I mean, yeah. for a number of that reasons. One... The art style is amazing. Yes. Um, the animation is great. Like, And even the story is really freaking cool. How you know everything kind of pops off. And like just it, it, it the the way they use the black and white kind of with the splash of color and mm-hmm. everything. It's like it's it's really just just visually stunning and engaging to watch mm-hmm. um and then to top it off it's got a great storyline and, and a, like you know cool character that you can kind of be like oh that guy's pretty badass yeah and it fits more of what like the intent of like star wars and the, or, or where where the influence of star mm-hmm. wars you know came from in the jedi and things like that um i think i have to agree with you the second one i think it's a tie for me i wasn't a big fan of the second episode and the third one with the twins um, I like the third the, a lot. Yeah, me too. <laughs> the, I don't. Uh, I don't know. It was just like, for me, it's like, like the end of the third one was actually kind of cool. But for a lot of it, it was just like, yeah, okay. Um, you you guys are in space. Why are you? To, to, why are you in space? No, real quick. Be, I agree no. with you. I was like, I was saying that too at one point. Whenever they were just out on the spaceship, and you were yeah. like, uh, yeah. air, like, uh, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Do you know who was playing those characters? Uh, no. So Neil Patrick Harris was the guy. Oh, uh, okay. And um, the girl was Allison Brie from like Community. No shit. Oh, I knew Allison yeah. Brie. Yeah. I was like, yeah. oh, fuck. Interesting. And like they did a good, especially Allison Brie, because there was so much screaming on her part. So it was. <laughs> <laughs> but it, yeah. this just in, Hebrew likes to hear Allison Brie scream. Hey, I love, I love her I, was glow. Just, I do. Me too. I oh. love. I love Glow, and she was amazing in it. Yeah. Um, I was actually really sad whenever that show was canceled. But um, yeah. yeah, that uh, like that was just so anime. Like that that specific episode was so anime that I loved it because it was so over the top. So that's why. Yeah, I mean, it, it was it was definitely over the top. Yes. But it's like I, uh, the fourth one was okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I could see why uh, Rooster was saying like it wasn't that great until the end. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think, I think overall, I like that they're willing to take some chances with the Star Wars universe and stories and, and, um, you know, some ideas, both from a visual perspective and from a, um, influence, right? Because you have a lot of, it's, it's a lot of Asian customs and cultures and things like that, that are being added to, uh, what we know of as the Star Wars uh, universe. Mm-hmm. So being able to see how that kind of meshes and melds and sometimes doesn't um, is is interesting. I, I mean, I'm all for it. Let's 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 have more of this stuff. On that, yeah, I'd like to I, ask I agree. The, Go ahead. I'd like to ask the question: What, you, based on what you've seen so far, would you pick any one of these episodes to expand on and make into a show? 
Because for me, ninth uh, was, the ninth Jedi would so be far. one that I would want to see more of, and what happens. Okay, and I haven't seen that one yet, so I I'd like to see that one. But definitely, I mean, the first one, hell's yes, I would love to see that expanded to a show. First of all, they are doing a book um, on the first one. I really? know. I'm not gonna read no damn book. Well, is it a, they're, is doing it a book, <laughs> they're doing a book on the first one. A novel it's or a manga. graphic? Yeah, it's a manga. Interesting. It's, to my graphic, understanding, it's, it's a, a manga. Yeah. Yeah, they're doing a manga for it. But I, I mean, I would like to see. I, 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 we were talking about it earlier, but part of the problem I have is like trying to pinpoint exactly where some of the stuff takes place within the Star Wars history. It was fast and loose um, with the timeline. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, the timeline was all over the place. But I, I, I mean, that being said, I think if we were able to narrow some of that down, it might help kind of grok what you're seeing a little bit more. Because and I think that's kind of like the hardest thing for some people to, to get over. It's like, I don't know where this fits. Like, what am I watching here? Yeah. Um, where where does all of this take place? I think uh, as viewers and fans, we may kind of need that connective point to be able to, like, really assess and, and and absorb, like, what it is that we're seeing. Because then we can fit it into, oh, I see this happens between this point and this point. So this all kind of makes sense. Yeah. Well, I think, um, you know, just to go back to Rooster's question, like for me, I think that there, I can't I can't say one specifically, but I would say three that I think they could easily make full on, you know, anime shows out of you know, just continue it would be the first one um, and then the ninth Jedi and then the elder, which is the seventh one. Yes, seventh one. Um, those ones are all just like they would be amazing for for their own anime shows. And I hope that they do it or I don't know if they're planning on doing a season two of this and just each one has its next episode continuation or what. But I, I do hope that it continues in some way. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But um, yeah, I guess Roosters. So that's it for you this week, yeah. right? Just what if, All but right. I'm sure we're going to talk about that later. Hooch, oh, we're going to talk about what that if. one covered, I think. So, Hooch, why don't you go ahead and, and take it away from there? Uh, let's start small. So, uh, <laughs> one of the oddly, one of the things I did over, like, I was, I was up late one night and bored, and I started watching the first few episodes of the IT crowd. Yes. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> It, it was pretty funny. I'm going to go back to it. I don't know why I started watching it. I think it was because uh, it's on Netflix, I think, yeah. right? Yeah. So I think I had finished watching He-Man or something else. I was on Netflix. I was watching. Um, and I'm like, oh, you know what? Everybody said some good stuff about this. Let me watch that. The first two episodes, three, two or three episodes were, were actually pretty funny. And it's a British comedy. So I, I kind of like the, the British dry humor. Um so it, it 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 definitely I could see why people would think it was hilarious, um, especially given the time when it came out. Uh, I'll I'll go back to it at some point. I don't know when, but I, I think because they said there was like what five series is what they called yeah. them or something like that. Or yeah, um, they didn't see they weren't very long, so it shouldn't take too long to kind of get through that. Um, the other thing I did when I just mentioned it was I finished watching the He Man and the Masters of the Universe remake that Netflix. Uh, put out which um i liked it and it's too bad uh muggin uh isn't isn't listening so we could you know talk like a talk about it. he could just 
fire stuff off in the chat. But I liked it. I could see why it was geared to or how it's geared towards a younger crowd and to get them um, excited over the He-Man IP. Um, unlike Masters of the Universe Revelations, this was not something that if you came into He-Man, you would immediately be like, oh, I recognize this, this, and that. And that. I mean, you, there are things, but a lot of stuff was switched and changed um, to appeal to a younger, new audience. So coming in without any expectations or any understanding of the He-Man IP was actually a, a good thing here. Mm. Um, it took a little bit for some of the stuff to to like the story to get going i think by the time they get to the third episode is when things are really starting to like go oh oh i see what's going on now we're starting to pick stuff up and then there's like a significant difference between the old cartoon and um the new one uh at that point um but overall i said it's pretty good uh i i liked it my kids loved it i my uh oldest son started watching it and I kept telling him, like, you can't go this far because I'm not there yet. And he goes, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> so then I told him, I was like, you finished it, buddy. He goes, yeah, I can finish it. So he was excited about it. He he really liked it, too. Very nice. Um, so, I mean, that covers it for, like, things I watched, except for, as we all saw, What If. Mm-hmm. Now, this is the newest episode. Um, this is the newest episode okay. of What I If. I have not seen it, yeah. but I don't care about spoilers what? also, so... It's not a big deal. Crazy. But yeah, I have not seen I, it. I think, I think we, I mean, maybe we could try to avoid a, a few spoilers, but I will say from an entertainment perspective, I wasn't feeling this until the very last shot. Really? The very last shot of the episode was kind of like, oh, whoa. I mean, there were some parts that were kind of like, oh, that's funny. That, that's interesting. You know, but I think overall, I, I, I just don't know if I like, the Thor Jane dynamic. I just, you know, although although having um, another character show up, it's just it, I, there was just so much about it that, like, Party Thor comes to Earth and it's like, oh, okay, you know, and I don't know. I, I as I said, I didn't hate it. I, I just I just didn't. I wasn't like wowed by it until that last shot. And it was just like, wait, what? <laughs> um, but there are still, so of course, some questions as to how that came about mm-hmm. um, based on this particular universe's timeline and how things played out that didn't occur, um, that occurred in the other one that kind of led to the um, the creation of something. Right, right, right. <laughs> we'll say that. It's always funny listening, like coming from the end of not watching it and listening to you guys tiptoe around spoilers. It's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. You're kind of like, why are you just, why are you doing that? You're not making any damn sense. <laughs> I, I thought it was like a Hanna-Barbera uh, cartoon all the way through. It reminded me of a, remember those old cartoons where there would be the big race? I mean, this is even before the Hoochinized. Wacky yeah. Racers. It, that, it had the pacing and the of feel of that. And to me, I'll tell you, I like this Thor better than, and I know people are going to hate me, but I like this Thor better than the MCU. And I would say, that I would enjoy really? watching. Oh yeah, he was hilarious, and he had—he <laughs> was still badass and had all the cool he stuff. He was such a bro, but he was a bro, and I love that. I mean, maybe because of my age and I'm a dad and whatever, I like—I like the bro kind of things. But yeah, he was definitely bro, and that's a great way to put it. Well, dude, he was, it, so was bro. it voiced by um, yeah. Chris Hemsworth? Chris Hemsworth? Yeah. 
that I think the one of the few characters that wasn't voiced by their actual mm-hmm. actors was a. Uh, it wasn't Brie Larson. It wasn't uh, Captain Marvel, and um, I know there was a couple others, but it's, for if you look at the Spider-Man credits, it's was different, right? Yeah, but if you look at the credits, yeah, oh my god! I mean, it's Tom Hiddleston. It's it's all those. You know, it was pretty yeah. impressive. Oh, that was clearly Tom oh, yeah. Hiddleston. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But don't you think, well, wouldn't you like um, to see that on the big screen, that Thor? Because he just, badass, total goofball. I, I mean, it. the idea of a bro you, Thor, like, well, I would love to see the shit out of that. So I, I'm very excited to watch saw it. saw it. I mean, you kind of saw it in Infinity War. Or, I mean, uh, um, Endgame? You mean Fat bro Thor? Thor? Fat Thor, I mean, he was kind of like, it was about his bro-y, you know, because him hanging with Korg and Meek. and yeah, I, don't I don't think know, that just, was bro Thor. Not bro Thor. That was not bro Thor. Um, I, 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 I don't hate bro Thor. I just, he just, I, maybe I just like the, 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 the world is the weight on my shoulders Thor better kind of thing. I mm. Well, I like that he was afraid he of his mom. <laughs> That yeah, that was actually pretty funny. That's or, like or the fact, quirk. or how or how uh, how he got everything uh, to go to everyone to do what he needed to do. Yeah. <laughs> that that was great. Yeah, <laughs> I mean it, it was it was every bit like Thor throws like a, a high school guy throws a party and all the stuff that goes along with it, but on a scale of it's a global shindig with Thor being the one who throws right, the party. Right. No, that, yeah. is, that is cool. I am excited to watch this episode. I think you'll probably wind up liking it. I, I think I probably will. I find like a, one of my favorite or my, actually my favorite skin of all time in League of Legends is Broloff, the the bro version mm. of Olaf. So, yeah, like, okay. I think that Broloff, that'll be there. yeah. Um, yeah. But what about any anything else that you watched or do you want to move on to what no, we gamed on? That covers. Let's let's move on to what we've been play, played. We've been chatting for yeah. a while about this. Um, OK, well, I, I guess. I'll hop over to me just because I have nothing to talk about uh, TV-wise at this point because yes. we've talked about all that. So I'll kick off the gaming. And this is one that it spans for all of us. So um, Kena. Is it Kena or Kena? Kena. 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 Actually, it's Kena. 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 All right. So we all played Kena. Oh, yeah. And what did we what did we think about it? I'll pass it over to Rooster first. You know, typically, I'll be honest. I'm not. I'm not a big fan of these type of games, like jumping puzzle mm-hmm. games, and, and you know. But this game has me hooked. I don't understand what it is. I think maybe a perf- it's got that right balance <laughs> of combat, puzzle solving, and platform jumping, and the graphics are just incredible. Mm-hmm. And the the combat is smooth yes. and makes yeah. sense. And you have to learn new stuff and evolve, and everything kind of just unfolds the way that I would make a game for myself to play which i don't say very often i'm 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 i'm, I'm kind of known as being somewhat critical of video games you know and this one for me mm-hmm. if i had made a game and someone said you make your perfect game of, of a platform jumper that that has puzzles and, and combat this is what i would have made and right okay and i i'm i'm not even one for the mamby pamby oh the earth and all this other stuff right that's not but i'm i'm into it i'm i'm, I'm excited i want to see how i can use the rock they, to 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 fix the to fix this this land right i'm about 5 hours in i'm i'm stuck mm-hmm. right now trying to get to find the lantern cave i can see it on the map i just can't get to it i'm 
literally right before you. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. Um, what? I think you guys are ahead of where I am. Who? The lantern. Yeah. yeah the lantern. Who, where? What do you think so far, and how many hours have you put in? Uh, I haven't put in a whole lot of time, but um, I think I'm. I just. I'm, oh, I'm. I'm at the spot where I have uh, finished. Uh, cleansing the shrine, mm-hmm. and then like the first big boss fight shows up. You finish cleansing the shrine. That's the first big boss. The what tree kind of boss fight. Yeah. So did you open up the tree? Isn't that the first big boss fight? I open up the shrine. Well, yeah, no, I there are the shrine shrines, doors. and then there's the big tree you're trying to open up. Yeah, the big okay. tree is like the oh, yeah the that's the part where you open it in the big two dude jumps out with the two freaking swords or whatever where the game where the game goes from aha this is fun to hey welcome to demon souls it's a (laughs) serious it becomes a serious combat game at that point yeah exactly it's just like it's like yeah this is is all and and then the other thing though was the water shrine Mm -hmm. part where you're like oh i have these four things to hit okay not a problem and at no point prior to this does the game say, hey, you have to worry about the order of which you hit shit. Like, wait, what? Why is I got to worry about that? You don't tell me anything about that. Nothing. Yeah, there are. And then all of a sudden the game's like, here's a puzzle that you don't know how to solve because we, we haven't taught you really a whole lot about what you're trying to do. How'd you figure it out? Uh, Same here. I went <laughs> to YouTube. <laughs> I went to YouTube. I like, Dude, how the fuck do you do this? Yeah. Yeah, like I know, I know I'm hitting these things. Like I, this is what I know I have to do. Like every time I do it, these stupid little fucking bee things keep showing up. But like that's it. That's all that's happening. Mm-hmm. What am I doing? And then they were like, "Oh yeah, you you gotta watch the order which the candles go off." Like you haven't told me shit about this until now. Like you even t- you don't explain anything. Like oh hey, we have puzzles in here where you're like boom. Oh, you have to do this in sequence. Like. And it and it'd be one thing if it gave some sort of better on screen indicator, right? Of like, oh, this is important. You need to pay attention to it. So yeah, sure. Don't 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 explain it or don't show it to me. But at least make me go, ooh, wait a minute. I that's different. What's going on here with that? It's too subtle. Mm -hmm. And I think that's that to me is the biggest issue. But overall, I agree wholeheartedly with Rooster. I I mean, I like the game. Uh, it is deceptively t- harder than its appearance, right? Because you look at it, we, we were all thinking like, oh, look, it's a kiddie platformer because it looks like a Pixar movie. And you're like, mm, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think, I, I don't know. I think it, like... So I'm I'm in between you guys, and I think that, mm-hmm. like, first of all, I, the progression system I think is lame. Uh, like, I, I think that there's it's it's a it's a kiddie version of a progression system. I would have liked to see something more in depth. Um, the graphics are exceptionally good. Obviously, like this mm-hmm. game, I, apparently they started off as an animation studio, and they and they turned this into a game, and ah. that's why it looks the way it does. It looks exceptional. Um, so I was super happy with that. The one, my one critique on it would be, um, actually, I guess, well, two things, um, in, in this realm would be, uh, their water physics aren't great. Um, yeah, and okay. then the other thing would be 
this was super, super small. So I totally understand if people are like, fuck you. How could you complain about something like that? But start and stop motion are like something that always catches my eye. And this one is a bit of a stutterer. Whenever you start running, it looks very unnatural. And so mm, okay. that's something that like I really appreciate whenever a game gets right. And I, I'm very aware that it's so subtle. Um, and I'm, I'm not like deducting points from it because of it. But that's just something <laughs> that like it has stuck out to me a bit. So um, and now that I've said it, maybe you guys might even pay attention to it now. And you guys may be like, fuck. Like, oh, yeah, you've ruined yeah, my exactly. experience. <laughs> um I wonder though, is that but, is that could that be due to because there's two there's two slider or one slider that is performance and I forget what the the other one is, and um I was there's the yeah so you had the performance and quality yeah. so one is uh, sixty frames per second with four K upscaling mm-hmm. and the other one is native resolution. 4k but it's at 30 frames mm. per second. i haven't adjusted that at all so i don't know which one i guess i'm on the default i think it starts in performance yeah. and i wonder because okay. i so, switched so it over and I, I was just curious like mm-hmm. i switched back and forth and i couldn't really see a huge difference but that might just be you know it's the frame rate tv mm-hmm. it's yeah. a fr- vision yeah now oh, i'm going maybe. to have to try that out so thanks for that but yeah i'm gonna have to do that the, it, um it, yeah, it could be your TV, but like what's going to happen is you'll it'll it's at 60 frames per second mm-hmm. on the performance. Right. But I do think it locks to 30 frames per second on quality. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know if your TV will then upscale it to a faster mm-hmm. um, uh, frequency, uh, depending on the TV you use or if that's even possible. I don't know. I know on my TV. Uh, I can totally tell a difference in the game speed in the um, frame rate, mm-hmm. uh, and especially because anything at thirty makes me like, like ugh, I hate this. It just feels choppy. Right. Well, I'll mess around with it and see if that changes anything. But the, that's just like the two like little tiny things that I've noticed so far. Um, but yeah, other than that, uh, the narrative seems good. Um, you know, I'm not far enough in to be like, oh my god, I fucking love this. But I do. Re- yeah. There's something really, really nice, and and you touched on this rooster about like how chill it is. You know what I mean? Uh, it just has this vibe to it that like I typically wouldn't be super attracted to, but it's just so I don't know. It's just so like fucking just relaxing to play. It it is like the combat. I I still don't think is very difficult at all. Whenever you compared it to Dark Souls, I was like, yeah, fucking right. But um. <laughs> No, no. But <laughs> I know that was an more, exaggeration, but yeah, like uh, yeah, it's it's more to the point where you're like everything else is pretty forgiving, and then you get to this one. Part I agree. Where I, I, steps I, not. I, right. I know what you're talking about, and even with that step, I don't think it's you know it's nothing to write home about. But um, yeah, it's definitely better than for. Uh, I was really worried for a little bit going in because it was like no brain combat, and I was like, fuck, man. Um, but yeah, that's changed. I do like the interaction. Like what they do with the rod is really interesting and how you can utilize it is very cool. I'm seeing mm-hmm. more and more of that. That's a lot of fun. There is, um, they are too subtle sometimes with a lot of the things <laughs> that happen. Like even just finding stuff in the world can be difficult mm-hmm. sometimes where I feel like I'm having to spam my shield a lot. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. spam the pulse. Yeah, which just feels and looks stupid as I... <laughs> Yeah. The world. <laughs> Boy. yeah. Okay. What is that? So uh, I think like they could have done something to make that feel a little more 
natural and and so it can can keep you a little bit more engaged and you know keep you into it but other than that you know those are all very minor things for the most part the only like bigger issue i think is i I really do think that it it needs some more depth to the um progression system but yeah other than that i have so much fun with it and it's just fun to watch those little fucking things are adorable yeah like no the little the the rot yeah oh the little tiny thing and the hats the hats oh, the hats are cool and a nice little touch uh, the only other thing that I, I i would say is that like i wish that they had some different animations for whenever you find them it's always like the same yeah. animation but um that yeah. once again very tiny thing so that's that's so my take on it do you guys have an overabundance of those crystal thingies because yes. yeah oh yeah right. i'm <laughs> just like why do i have thousands yeah. of yeah. these and <laughs> like, i bought hats for everything for a freaking hat yeah, yeah exactly. exactly like how many hats am i supposed to have i thought that that would i thought that was a bad move by buying all the hats and i was like oh shit i'm gonna be really sucking in combat and i'm like yeah this is not a problem at all i could buy more hats <laughs> can, I, can I, I exchange some of these like things the for head. the currency to level up my skills yeah yeah <laughs> you know it's funny because i would yeah, never have even played this game but i saw you earlier on the week we were talking and chatting back mm-hmm. you guys and i caught wind that you guys had both played this so i, I literally yeah. got this game last night oh shit oh wow yeah. Damn, man yeah. you put in like clutch time dude i did yeah, you I put did. in some time well, I, yeah i was just gonna check it out just to see right and then realized it just really within an hour in. within like 30 minutes i was like this is so much fun i just want to keep playing Sick, dude. Nice. Very nice. nice. You guys have caused me to play all um, sorts of games I wouldn't play. Genshin I tried. Dude, you Academia I've tried. Dude. You guys suck, you by yeah. the way. <laughs> you don't oh you don't you don't understand the half of it. Like most of the games and crap that I have played and tried are because of this podcast and people recommending <laughs> games to me that I would be like, not gonna try it. Like specifically Genshin. It's a double edged sword. Uh, you uh, you yeah, try out a lot is. of crap, but you find a lot of winners too. So you do find a lot of winners. Yeah. Um, speaking of recommendations, are we are we good with the the, the talk on Kena? Yes, we are good with that. Yep. Speaking so speaking of recommendations at Muggins, uh, and that's Muggin apostrophe S, not Muggins plural. Yes, there you go. Uh, but at his <laughs> at his recommendation, I did download and try Dragon Quest Eleven mm-hmm. because it was free on uh, Game Pass, and so I never played a really really played Dragon Quest game before. Mm-hmm. And I, I, the first thing I noticed was how it's using a cell-shaded cartoon kind of effect mm-hmm. over what looks like, you know, normal models. Yeah. So that was kind of the first thing. Like, it, it, it feels anime, but it's not anime because the environment's not anime, but the characters look It's a little anime. jarring so it's at a little first. Off, it's a little jarring yeah. at first, but the game seems pretty cool. Uh, I played a little bit. I played a, probably about an hour or two or something of it. Um to the point where I, I'm I'm interested in playing more. I just have to get more time in it. And again, it's a Dragon Quest game, so it's going to take probably some time. And it is an RPG, but it is your typical you know, Japanese RPG. Um, the UI is the same as every is pretty much the same as everything else. Um, the story itself in the beginning seemed seemed okay. Um, I didn't get to any major story beats outside of like the main character. Um, recognizing he has an he has a power or something like that, and then um, going back and everybody finding out, oh, you got this power, and that's pretty much where I am in the story. I haven't had a chance to do uh, more, right, right, right. Um, but I will, I will go back and play it again. Uh, another game that was brought to my attention today. I don't know how long it's been out, but 
this would be something right up your alley, Hebrew. Uh, Magnum Quest. It, why why uh, is it up my alley? <laughs> I want to hear Wait, this. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, 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 <laughs> not the name. You're the right. name is horrible. Magnum the name, for him. The name. The <laughs> Magnum. The name makes the name makes no sense. It's so dumb. But no, the reason why is it's because uh, a lot of people who do not like AFK. Uh-huh are fans of this game because it is very similar. It's basically uh, an AFK clone in a three-dimensional form. Oh, sh- dude, um, I was going to I was going to download it. I actually looked at this because I saw an advertisement for it and I was like, this uh-huh. looks AFK. You know, and it I is. Oh, I dude, looked at it and I was like, this- eh, I decided not to download it at the last second. <laughs> no, the systems are very similar uh-huh. to AFK, like dead up straight straight up AFK ripoff. Um you know, if, even from the sense like you have a team of five that you take into battle. You have three in the front, though, mm-hmm. and two in the back. No, ah. wait, two in the front, three in the back. Two in the front, three in the back. Sorry, <laughs> it's the same format. Um, yeah, and, you know, the, they've got the same Rochambeau mechanic where it's the four factions that are, you know, one, greater one, you know, the Rochambeau there. But then you have the two side factions that play off each other. You see that mechanic right, in a lot right. of different games, so that's not specific to AFK. But a lot of the systems are very much the same. You can tell when same. you're playing an AFK clone or not. Yeah, this is an AFK yeah, clone. Exactly. Yeah. There's been many um, that tried, dude. AFK stole the recipe on that one. Yeah, yeah. It, it's but a lot of it is immediately recognizable, so that's just kind of good. Mm-hmm. But the, the reason why I brought it up is because we were talking about it at work, so I decided to like, all right, well, let me give this a try. Yeah, fair. And I started playing it and played a bit of it. <laughs> so. So anyway, uh, yeah, that was my whole foray with uh, Matt. Have you played AFK or anything no, before? No, I'm sorry. Mm, I'm not even sure no, what that right. game what right. is. I mean, what is AFK yeah. Arena? Uh, so it's a it's an idle, mobile idle game ish kind of thing, like where um, you you can get resources by not playing oh. the game, and you come back in and use those resources to then play the There's game. There's a Dungeons and Dragons game um, that's that. Yeah, similar exactly what you're saying it's probably a lot of, probably a lot of games like that um or there are a lot of games that are like that uh, but like it's very free to play friendly but it's like really on the surface it's pretty simplistic but there is a complexity when it comes to their character kits um and they have a pretty broad mm. roster uh so yeah but like it, most of the time you're just letting the play, game play by itself um, and then you're checking in every day, like, oh, let me grab these resources and then do my quick daily quests, and then you're off and running. Um, Hebrew has said it plenty of times, and a lot of people have. Like, mm-hmm. it's the game that they will always have on their on their devices, and they won't get rid of it. Yeah. Um, they, but and granted, they've introduced so many new mechanics; it's crazy. But oh, dude, that yeah, but it is insane. A very solid, very free to play game. So that's good. I was completely but, unaware of this it, type of game until recently. P on the PS Five, the the what is it? The one where we can download and stream games. They had they had the Dungeons and Dragons game that's very similar to this. I I, I, I can't remember what the what the name of the game is, uh, but uh, I like Warrior. Dark Waters or something. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, I yep. never played it. My kid, played it. not to sound super old, but my kids like, oh yeah, that's an AFK style game or. Mm-hmm. I, I've never even heard of that. That's, yeah. I, th- I think one of the things I like about AFK a lot is you don't have to 
you don't ever feel like you have to pay money to progress it's just like i'm just gonna wait a little bit and they can get there but then sometimes when you do like they have a lot of situations where it's like look just give us like ten dollars and we'll give you a bunch of stuff as you play the game mm-hmm. um <laughs> there was one or there were that that had um as you were going through the campaign if you gave them like 20 bucks you got forty five thousand gems as you progress through like five chapters yeah like, so you got 9,000 each time you went through a chapter. I'm like, Jesus, that's insane. That's a lot of freaking gems. Yeah, I agree. They, they're very um, loose with their with their money that they give out to you. That's for sure. Yeah, you do get a lot of resources and stuff to deal to do. And I, I'd say that game feels more free to play, play friendly than like any other mobile game that I played. That D and D version is called yeah. Idle Champions of Forgotten Realms. Mm. Ah, okay. the fact that it says "idle" in the yeah. name title tells you exactly what it's saying. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, um, Rooster. Did you have any other games that you played? Um, yeah, the I think the big the big one that I've been playing is uh, Blood Hunt by uh, Vampire the that Vampire Masquerade uh, Battle Royale. And I know you guys don't typically talk a lot about these type of games on here, mm-hmm. but it's it's a lot of fun it's you know it's six player classes broken up in three vampire clans and if you're familiar with uh with the vampire masquerade backstory there it's the three the bruja and the the nosferatu and it's 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 different in that each of the character classes has like a movement power and they have an aoe and the the classes play Mm -hmm. different and i think i'm not sure i haven't played a whole lot of i think it's valorant but I think uh, yeah. it's, it's similar to Valorant in that the, it's mostly outdoors and primarily rooftop combat. Okay, I got you. Yeah. I, but I actually vi- know which game you're talking about because I, I looked into it because I saw you talking about it and I, I looked into it and I was thinking about actually giving it a try just because it's vampire themed. Vampires are pretty cool. And I was like, all right, I'm down to give Battle Royale a try. Yeah, it's theme. It's fun. It's a lot more fun if you're playing with somebody. They got they have a standard, you know, they have singles and trios, no quads, mm-hmm. no duos either just yet. It's, <laughs> you know, early access on Steam for free, and uh, it's supposed to be coming to the PS5 as well. Yeah, then, I might give that one a go. Yeah. It's good to know. And Man, I can't do a shooter on console. Yeah, I don't, I don't ever <laughs> I play on console either. I'm PC only when it comes to that kind of stuff. But I just wanted to throw that out there mm-hmm. that it is coming to the PS5. I would actually prefer to play it on console, so um, that excites me. I would actually, I would certainly give it a, a go if it's on PS5. That's for sure. So, and it's going to be, it, you know, it's. I think console would lend itself to this because it has a climbing mechanism. Mm-hmm. And I, there was a couple times where I was playing it where I'm like, man, I think I want to put my my plug my controller into my PC and 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 mm-hmm. try it this way because of just how you climb buildings. It almost feels like Spider-Man in some respects with the way that you run up a building. Right. And Just a joystick it, would work yeah. so much better. Combat is, you know, standard battle royale, so it's not mm-hmm. necessarily, you know, I don't think that's going to knock anybody out, knock the socks off anybody. Because, you know, but them- thematically, it's it's incredible. You feel like you're vampires. And the cool thing is there are, there are NPCs running around. So it's not just battle royale. They're AI and they're tough. And if they see you mm-hmm. kill a human drink a human they start hunting you right and then the gas is different too because of the way that it closes in on you is a little different it's based on where you're at and what's going on so it's not a static 
uh, circle envelopment, but it's like the one I was on looked like a freaking jelly bean was coming in because where the combat was. Right, so right, right. That's a little different too. So okay. I recommend well, trying. Yeah, it's worth it's worth trying out, especially if you're a, a Fortnite fan, the hooch, and you might you, <laughs> you know you might like this, and it doesn't have any stupid building. Because I hate freaking building. <laughs> Yeah, everybody hates the building aspect yeah. of Fortnite. And I guess the last game that I'm playing is uh, Detroit Becoming Human. Human, and I started playing it because I uh, a couple weeks ago, and I didn't even know about this whole Quantic Dreams thing making a Star Wars game, but it's good. I mean, if you ever played Heavy Rain, it's the same developer, and those yep. games are incredible. The narrative, yeah. the, yeah, the I- gameplay is unique and different. At least from my perspective, couldn't stay with Hard Rain because of the, some of the subject matter was kind of bumming me out about kids and stuff. But uh, mm. Detroit Becoming Human is pretty. It's pretty good, good, pretty good sci-fi, pretty good story. Uh, Gameplay is interesting, and hopefully, they, this this rumor about them making a Star Wars game would be awesome, right? Yeah. How, how far in on you on Detroit Become Human? I just crawled out of the. The pit. Oh, okay. All right. So that that's where yeah. I'm at there. I I I remember pl- I played it um, when it came out, and um, I enjoyed it a lot. Um, I got to I, I, I think I, I went through the first time, and I can't remember what ending I got, but I think I went through two playthroughs. Then I was like, I'm like, I'm going to try and do like weird things, but then I would do some research and I found like just, there's so many obscure situations you can find yourself in by just doing weird things at the right time. Um, Like, I'm not going to get into any spoilers, but like, there's like one major event that you can avoid entirely. Mm. Um, which is like, wow, that's crazy. Yeah, because in between all the missions, you can see this AI branch and you can actually like look and see what your decisions. So this is like a traditional decision branch. So I did this. Oh, there was another option I could do. So maybe the next time I play through it, I could try this and see where that branch goes. Yeah, and that was the that was one really cool part about trying to go back and saying like, how can I trigger that branch to make to be an option? And that I'm curious. Pretty cool. I'm really curious about if this Star Wars game is actually going to come to fruition. I've heard, I've, I've read some rumors that it's already in development. Um, well, well, let's go ahead and save that one for the gaming news. We do have it there. We'll talk a bit more about mm-hmm. it um, at that point, but because because there is a good bit of stuff to talk about there. So let's go ahead and jump into the nerdy news first, and then we'll get into the gaming stuff. Well, there's really only one big nerdy news thing that everyone seems to be talking about. Mm -hmm. Uh, During Nintendo's Direct, they announced that there is a new animated Mario movie coming. Mm -hmm. And the voice cast is insane. Yes. You have Chris Pratt as Mario. Uh, Anna Taylor-Joy as Peach, Charlie Day as Luigi, Jack Black as Bowser, Keegan-Michael Key as Toad, Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong, like a freaking, I I think that's like the most accurate casting so far. Donkey Kong and Seth Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong. For sure. Yeah. Um, Kevin Michael Richardson as Kemic, Um, Fred Armisen as Cranky Kong, Mm -hmm. and Sebastian 
Maniscalco as Spike. So yeah, I'm. I mean, the biggest <laughs> thing we have to think of here is, I mean, like first of all, is this is this a good thing or a bad thing? Like, I'm, I'm, you guys lived through the first Super Mario movie, right? How uh, I mean, like, what's your thought on this yes. one coming to fruition? I've repressed those memories. <laughs> <laughs> I never watched it really because yeah. it was that bad, and I knew it was going to be mm-hmm. that bad. Um, and uh, all of my Super Mario nostalgia resides in the Super Mario Brothers Super Show with Captain Lou Albano. Hell yeah, uh, brother! Mario. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck with, that with is. With cameos, with cameos of characters like. Uh, Sergeant Slaughter? Yeah, because they're all wrestlers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it was. Wait, what? What yeah, is this? To... What? what is <laughs> the Super Mario Brothers Super Show, man. Oh yeah. The fuck. Look it up. Watch it. <laughs> I'll have to. I think YouTube. it's on Netflix. I'll have to YouTube. Oh, if it's on Netflix, then yeah, I'll have to give this. Is this like a like a real thing? Is it animated or what? What's going on? Yes, it's both live action and animated. So it was a show back in the day where they were doing a bunch of like video game to cartoons like because the you'll see tie-ins to the legend of zelda show there'll be promos for mm-hmm. it but you can't actually watch it because it doesn't exist <laughs> like the show was out at the time it used to be a back-to-back like you would have um super mario Bros. super so would then be followed up by the legend of zelda show uh, but what it does is it starts out with a live action kind of skit scenario thing um where uh mario and his brother luigi are plumbers and they do some weird thing that happens and then it rolls into the actual cartoon itself so then you get a little story with um with them doing the voices of uh, mario and luigi how do i not know about this this is the weirdest thing oh that i've ever heard oh, right now oh you don't know about it because honestly it's freaking horrible yeah. It's so but it, bad. It's one of, but that's the thing. It's it's one of those like so bad it's good things, right? No, it's just bad. Oh, okay. You but should experience it now because yeah, it's just one of those things. It's like you you look at it and go, "This is what passed as entertainment to children back in the day." Yeah. It's yeah, it's like going back and well, watching Pee Wee yeah. Pee Wee's Big House. Pee Wee's yes, Pee Wee's yeah. Playhouse. Playhouse. Yep. Thank you. Well, um, yeah. let's talk about like one thing with this show, which is, or with this movie that is just the most confusing is Chris Pratt as Mario. Like, yeah, I don't know what the hell's going on here, but I, I Charlie Day as Luigi, I could see it. Charlie Day could pull off fucking anything, like especially, <laughs> especially like a sell a jealous side character. You know, I one hundred percent buy that from Charlie Day. Not worried about that at all. Chris Pratt as Mario makes no sense to me whatsoever. Yeah, and the same here. I have to agree. I, I, I mean, somebody, somebody at work made the suggestion. Mm-hmm. Jack Black as Mario would have been. I, I, I one hundred. Yeah, I would have. Yeah. I actually thought that whenever they had the casting, like I had just saw the names. I didn't know who they were going to. I assumed that Jack Black was going to be Mario. I would mm. not have expected Chris because, like. I mean, A, doesn't sound like him. B, the kind of character Chris Pratt plays is not like Mario. No. So. Exactly. I don't, I don't get it. I'm curious to see. It has to be, it has to be good. Or otherwise they wouldn't be doing this with such a a big expensive cast. You know what I mean? Does it have to be good? (laughs) 
They're hoping well, about just, that first Street Fighter movie. It had a pretty big cast too. Oh and that god, was fucking horrible. Uh, hey, look, everybody wants to talk about like what can you do with a great cast? It's hard to make a steaming pile of of poo. But look exactly what George Lucas did with the Phantom Menace, uh, Revenge of the Sith. <laughs> like that, that all that all sucked. Like the the freaking. The prequels were horrible, and they had first one was amazing good. You, actors. Yeah. No, the first one was shit, and you no, know it. No. See, I like Revenge of the garbage. Sith up until the very end. Revenge of the Sith was like a fucking yeah. travesty. Attack of the Clones was the other Attack one. Attack of the Clones yeah. was uh, just a garbage as well. The only good one there Revenge of the Sith was better. Is it because of Jar Jar? Revenge of the Sith was better than Attack of... No, Jar Jar... Well, Jar Jar sucked, but the rest I, of it was I terrible, too. I Jar Jar. So it's interesting. That's because you were like twelve or six when it came. <laughs> if you out. I was read, super young when I came out. If you read Chuck Winding's Aftermath series, which is a series of three books that takes place in between Jedi and uh, Force Awakens, they mm-hmm. Jar Jar is actually in that book. He's got a very short, a short piece, but he's a sad clown and he's very, very upset and distraught and depressed about what he did to the galaxy. And I thought that was kind of an interesting nod. That is an interesting. I know that's kind of a way tangent mm-hmm. and I, I, and I, and I hate to, I, you know, I hate to take us down that w- road, but it was just kind of interesting. That's that series of books is really phenomenal. If, if you ever... See, look, there's, there is depth to that character. Um, I, I, well, I mean, like, like I was legit, depths. like, I think like five or six years old whenever that came out. So like, yeah, like I the, when I really remember it is whenever I saw it, because I, I do think my parents took me to the theaters to see it. And I do remember they got me like Jar Jar stuff. But um, I like really remember it watching it at home. So I don't remember exactly when that was. But I was always Ugh. a fan of still am a fan of Jar Jar, dude. So I can confirm Ugh. that Dahooch from the minute we left the theater. Hated Jar Jar. Really? V- oh yeah, that's right. We, we all were, saw it at work next to you, and I just remember yeah. you just—you were just lit it, lit it up right from the mi- the minute we got out of there. <laughs> did you did you hate him? I've, did you hate him? No, the first the first I liked what they did with the character. What I mean, George Lucas and his big fu was just like, ah, okay, I'm gonna make him make one of the most pivotal mm-hmm. decisions in all of the the franchise. Dude, that middle finger to the fans, was and I the loved worst. it. I loved it because I thought, you know, you know, and, and that's a sad story. He almost that that Ahmed Best almost killed himself. I mean, he almost committed suicide over yeah, this. I feel sorry for the, guy. the fans, and not, not. I'm not saying you were, Dahooch. Uh, I know you you weren't, but it's the fans were horrible. <laughs> yeah, horrible. Really bad to him. I I hated that character. I didn't hold Ahmed yeah. Best at fault. Uh, Jake Lloyd, on the other hand, no. no, that was horrible. That like, if you want my honest opinion, Jar Jar wasn't the one that shot that movie into the foot. It was Jake Lloyd who sucked. Jake Lloyd was the kid, <laughs> was, right? Yeah, yes, he, he got so. He bad. also had a bad. I mean, like, I don't look. They decided that that was that his acting was okay, and like, I get it. Like, looking back, his acting was not good. But oh. all I'm saying, like, I, and I think we all know this as rational people, um, but that kid got so fucked up because of that movie. Oh, yeah. So, oh, yeah. I know. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I, I feel so bad for people that have to deal that for actors that have to deal with the backlash of people 
being affected by the characters they play. You know what I mean? Or thinking that those that those actors yeah. are like the characters st- they play. I still like. I mean, you know, not too long ago we had, you know, one of the most beloved voice actresses who was that chick on. Um, oh God, what was it called the PlayStation exclusive sequel? Uh, the zombie one. Huh? The zombie one. Oh my God. The oh last, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Last of the Us, last of uh, us uh, Two. The Last, last of, of Us Part Two. Yeah. Yeah. Last of um, Us Two. Yeah. The voice actress who played um, Abby. Yes, uh, she was in t- tons of things. She's a cr- she's in Critical Role, and she got death threats everywhere because of that character she played. Oh it's yeah, fucking insane to me, dude. So crazy. People are stupid. It is weird. People, it is so weird just, that people yeah. can't separate that. I I, I don't get it. Um, that's good. that's why I always say like people suck. Individual celebrate individuals. Suck, people dude. suck. Yeah. <laughs> But anyways, well, back but to my whole thing about the, Jake Lloyd. Oh, gosh. Someone just posted it. <laughs> no, there's no thing. My whole thing about Jake Lloyd is. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but, yeah. My whole thing about Jake Lloyd starts with Jingle All the Way. Mm-hmm. If you have seen Jingle All the Way, you would have known this is not a good actor. Yeah. He was terrible in that movie. Yeah. And then you cast him in Star Wars. Yeah. What is wrong with you? Well, he, star- I, yeah. he started anyway. with Bruce Willis, right? No, that was that other uh, kid. No, it was. No, the other kid yeah. is messed up. All, all um, child. Oh, Haley Joel yeah. Osment. Yeah, yeah, Haley Joel. Osment. He's come out of it though. Sense. Okay, but he had a really fucked up time at the beginning and yeah. the middle. Um, but now he's kind of a parody yeah. of himself, so he's okay. Um, yeah, but yeah, it's weird that they have to fall through to that. But let let's go back to the Chris Pratt Mario thing, just so we can move on from that soon. But do you, do you guys think that they're going to pull this off? Do you guys think they're going to pull it out of the bag or no? I think Chris Pratt's going to suck. You do. I'm going to give him. I'm going to give him the benefit that I don't think that they're going to fuck this up. I think that they casted him for a specific reason, and I think they know what the fuck they're doing. I think that they saw mm. what happened with Sonic, and that they know that there would be backlash if something's going on. So, what did you guys think of uh, the Pokemon movie? Because this is very akin to the Pokemon movie, where where. You have Ryan, Re- Ryan, Ryan Reynolds, a big name star, as the, you know, as Pikachu, right? As playing Pikachu, I had no problem with that. I yeah, thought he did too. pretty good as Pikachu. So well, it's possible it's just, because they didn't give well, Pikachu like I mean, like they were giving Pikachu a voice, which was already you know strange, but it didn't have like a precursor to it. With this, but then the story, but but the, the, the story actually then turned around and made sense. No, no, of course, as I'm not, to why he had. A I'm voice. not even talking about the narrative part of it. I'm talking about more of like how jarring it is for a character to then have that. Like it was like, yeah, it he, it didn't have something that already existed. That then they were like, what the fuck is this? You know what I mean? We already knew it was weird. <laughs> yeah, it had a voice. We just picked a voice. So the, whoever's voice it was going to be, it was already going to be weird. With this, we have an established famous voice. And yeah. then we're having Chris Pratt on it, which makes little sense. Yeah. So, like, yeah. I have to feel like yeah. they know what yeah. they're doing because they would be fucking stupid to think that, like, yeah, we can half-ass it with Chris Pratt. So, I mean, the fact that we're having an animated Mario movie right now is kind of like, I, I think I think it's a fucking, I think it's going to be a great idea. I think that they're going to pull it off. I think it's going to, I think they're going to do well. And I think it's going to rake in bukus of money. So, yeah. All right. Well, we'll see. We'll see. I want a Bruce Bowser. Sir? I want a Bowser. Um, uh, King Kong spinoff. That's all. Just give me that. And I'll be happy. I would. I would take that. I would yeah. take that all day. Well, there <laughs> is the fact that they've expanded it outside of just Mario, and you have the Donkey Kong 
uh, IP and characters involved as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I mean, they're was, but they're yeah. you know we we all know that they go back together, Donkey Kong and, and Mario. So well, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Donkey Kong was the original boss for Mario. So you know, it's interesting that they're going to bring no. That he was the original boss in Donkey Kong. Mario was the protagonist yeah. in Donkey Kong. Oh wait, 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 wait. what? The game, the game Donkey Kong. Mario yeah. in the game what? Donkey Kong, you played as Mario. Ah, the young to, dude. To, straight I up, know. no idea. I thought that this that the originally like it was the reverse. Donkey Kong was the mm. villain of Mario. From the arcade ga- game to the to the console version, it was always Mario. And if that, you had well, if you played right. two player, it was Luigi. Yeah. Damn, dude, that's insane. An alternate. Well, actually, if you go, you go back even further, there was a game called Mario Brothers <laughs> before. <laughs> if Donkey you go Kong. back even further, <laughs> yeah, and it was, but you were, but you were in like like a sewer kind of thing, and you were playing against like you know crabs and other stuff. There was no like you didn't see yeah. Donkey Kong, and that was a coin op, right? Yeah. I mean, that wasn't yeah, yeah, Mario Brothers, yeah, yeah. All right, uh, and then Donkey Kong came out, and Mario was the protagonist in Donkey Kong, where he had to capture. He had again Donkey Kong up to his tricks, grabbing the woman, and so uh, <laughs> he had to rescue her. All right, seg segue uh, us out of this, segue master. Ah, uh, segueing. So uh, we talked about the old school bringing it back and how it fits into the new. Uh, we also all know that Blizzard has done the same. And resurrected mm-hmm. Diablo 2, which unfortunately had a bit of a hiccup at launch. How would you walk us through that one, Hebrew? Okay, so it was pretty good. First of all, it was a pretty good segue. Um, so my my whole thing is Diablo 2. I've been waiting for it for a really long time. Diablo 2 Resurrection, very excited. I'm still going to be hitting it hard tonight right after this podcast, actually. Um, <laughs> it had some major server issues so first of all the server was clogged up like crazy second of all we had character deletion issues which was fun for everyone and um yeah people couldn't get on their accounts for hours still couldn't early this morning actually um and there some people still have their characters lost so it was pretty crazy um they have since rectified most of the issues except some of the characters are still missing server issues are fine again now that's good but um yeah that's that happened it is what it is time to move past it though (laughs) diablo 2 resurrection is still an awesome game you should all still play it you know every game has server issues these days on launch it seems like no one can ever like appropriately um i guess gauge the interest of what the game's going to be i guess and um that shit always happens i don't even remember the last time when i've had a, a smooth launch for a game so someone needs somebody needs to go back and figure out what and, and find out what your response was when mha came out and that launch was shit because you couldn't get online, you couldn't find the right server. I don't know if you were that forgiving back then <laughs> for MHA. I would like to find out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think I was pretty neutral on that. Actually, I was just kind of like, okay, oh, okay you know, whatever. I don't remember yeah. on mobile games, especially. I don't hold like I don't hold much against a company for mobile games. Okay. Um. So so yeah, for games that I have to spend money on at the beginning that you know aren't free to play. Uh, that's whenever mm-hmm. I have more money. So I would say I'm f- I'm pretty forgiving on this one, but because it's Diablo 2, it gets a free pass because it's Diablo 2. So. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I have another question. Yeah. Like, so apparently they're saying that one of the recommendations is to not use the same character name for your online and offline characters. Yeah. Uh, who the hell let that go? If that is a contributing factor to oh, the bug, like why did they allow that? That should have been known a long time. We yeah. would have found that. We would have found that. Yeah, some basic. Oh hell yeah! Well, we I mean, considering that. everything that's going on with with fucking Blizzard right now, like <laughs> I mean, I'm not surprised that some shit is is being let loose right now. But that that would have been one of the first things we checked the second the game has. The second they go, hey, guys, we're having separate accounts for your online and offline character. The very first thing we're doing is naming them the same freaking thing and seeing what happens. Blizzard devs are not what they used to be, my friend. Let me tell you why. Let's be be honest. The first thing we would have done is tested the profanity filters for names. Oh, that's true. That's true. (laughs) I would have been the profanity Let me see. Film me cracking. So uh, that oh, there's Hyman. so many Rip stories Pinchelof. behind this one. Yep. Pinchelof. Pinchelof. <laughs> we, we all used to play games together. Surprise. Mm-hmm. And we won, I think it was a Star Trek Elite Forces based off the Quake 3 engine. Mm-hmm. We played the, the crap out of that together. And we all started to have some really rude craving more head. But, mm-hmm. but, craving more head. <laughs> that, I believe that was you, by the way. No, I was. Oh, you I was a uh, bust. I was oh, Busta Hyman. Yeah. It was pretty. It was Busta pretty. Hyman's yeah, it was, yeah. yeah. yeah Abe Froman. <laughs> it was just pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Wait, who was who was Craven Moorhead? Wasn't that wasn't that Ben? Might have been. He's gonna kill us. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, either uh, way, profanity filters are engaged on this one. I'm sure the um, the new stuff. I just want to just to have people talk about, you know, some of the good stuff that's going to be coming from this game as well with the bad. Um, the devs have already talked about stuff that they, they want to do with this game moving forward. So they do want to put a new content to this game um, now that it's been resurrected. Um, mm-hmm. And so they plan on doing that. They just wanted to make sure that they didn't want to launch it with anything new. Cause they wanted to make sure that, you know, basically the foundation was sturdy. That's a little funny now because they did release that article right before this launch. Obviously, things were not super sturdy, but now it is. Um, so I am very interested to see what kind of new content that they put in because, uh, let's be honest, Diablo 2 needs some new content. So um, that'll be good. And also a little tiny thing I found out earlier is that one of the another um, lead producer on Overwatch 2 just left Blizzard as well. Yes. So, yeah. Yes. We have to talk about that. Yes. Yeah. So you think the, the hits just keep coming for this company. Not only did they lose the lead producer they also lost their lead legal well i'm not surprised uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah she'd only been there for like well she'd been there for three years and then she bounced so she quit and i think the 17th was her last day yeah. so it's like whew, things are looking pretty bad and not only that um bobby kotick was subpoenaed damn oh yeah i read that yeah it's, it's yeah it's just not going well for blizzard, blizzard yeah right blizzard now. is not doing fucking well this is this is interesting but so here's, but here's the thing I like seeing. I like seeing consequences for inaction. Mm-hmm. That is yeah, it's what this industry this. needs. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it sucks for the people who had to sit by for so long and were impacted by the, the just the shitty people that did the things they did. Um, but like, 
I know everybody wants to talk about like boycotts and things like that, but like the reality of it is the boycott doesn't hurt the people at the top too much. It hurts the people that are just trying to live day to day. Don't part don't participate in these kind of activities and aren't really the ones that are accountable, right? Because, you know, unless the stock price takes a tumble, you know, people like Kotick, they're going to walk away with their money. Mm. I'm not saying that, like, don't boycott, don't do this, like, but just understand that, like, it, it's it's the way to express your dis uh, your dissatisfaction with something. But at the I end always of the say day, vote, vote with your not, wallet. I don't know. I, I always yeah, say vote with your but, wallet. Yeah, but at, but at the end of the day, if revenue streams drop, they're not firing the execs. They're firing the middle to low guys on the totem pole. Yeah, but then again, they won't be getting their games made, and then their their company's going to fail. No, they'll just hire somebody yeah. else. Like when, yeah, it's the, it's, it, I can't say for certain. Like, you know, this kind of same thing we're seeing, where we're seeing like high level, higher ups people leaving as a result of this. That's the the hope, the expected result mm -hmm. that you do, and and I think really it's just like putting pressure on them. I don't know if boycotts work. I don't know if just like the whole culture of. You know, bad press is a bad thing. I, I don't I don't know what's causing this departure to occur, but it's I'm glad it's happening if these people are the ones who, you know, are um who are who are accountable for the shit well, that went down and the and the lack of uh action. Well we have definitely seen recently that like boycotting and things like that really have made a difference in gaming. You know, we had, I mean, like on a small scale, we have like the, the whole Endeavor thing with My Hero. We had um, yeah. the whole thing with uh, MSF. Um, oh, yeah. With the MSF, that's for sure. And mm -hmm. then we had um, even on a larger scale fucking what's this? What's that big fucking game that came out recently? The one that I I hate because it, it couldn't play on consoles. What the game that Hold couldn't on. play on consoles? Why can I not think of the name? I can never think of games names whenever I need it. it cyber play on cyberpunk? cyberpunk, cyberpunk, cyberpunk. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. cyberpunk. Same was, thing. Um, was that was that a boycott or was that just the performance was so bad that everybody was demanding their money? Boy, back? Bo I, well, I mean, boycott and pressure. Yeah, I think I'm like, both. Yeah, that's yeah. That's okay. what, so. I, it definitely does like organized boycotting or you know yelling of some kind to a game developer definitely bad press you know whatever it puts enough pressure on them to incite change well pressure pressure causes change. and you, yeah. you're seeing this change come across now you're looking at i think i read an article where blizzard was talking about removing some of the cleavage from from uh world of warcraft and then they, what, they removed a lot of the yeah. sex um, related pictures and stuff as well yeah. in, in the environment. And then EA earlier, they they changed Mass Effect. Mass Effect. They changed a lot of the shots because that that game was notorious for giving you the the, the, the yep. lingering butt shot. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I'm a guy. Thank you. No. But, you know, whatever. So but it's interesting. <laughs> it's interesting that now we're starting to see, you know, even with Kenna, you, you know, you look at this game, right? It's a Japanese game. And uh mm -hmm. There's no sexualization of her. Yeah, you know, not at all. Bayonetta, you saw you nope, saw wait. that tra the trailer for Bayonetta. What didn't you see with Bayonetta that you always saw? Ass shot mm -hmm. and cleavage, and none of that. Yeah, I, I was, was I was watching that, and I'm like, whoa, that's a change. And are we seeing this? Hopefully, maybe this is the change that occurs because this is the change 
that also needs to happen, not just cleaning house at the corporate level, but cleaning house at the consumer level. You know, if someone wants yeah. to look at that content, that's fine. That's their right. I'm not trying to I'm not trying to censor anybody. But what I'm saying is that give us the option to have games that are good, that are triple A, that don't always have to show the cleavage, don't always have to show the butt. I don't know. Yeah. We're we're yeah we're okay if you create a game called Leisure Suit Larry and it's specifically yeah. for hornballs, but if you if you're just having a regular game, we don't need to see like you said the butt the massive butt shots in Mass Effect, like yeah, yeah that's a different Mass Effect. On the Sony game. thing, um, they showed that game with the girl who's wearing the 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 bangles on her wrist. I can't remember uh, the, the name of it in the, at the 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 Sony event a couple of day, weeks ago. One of the one of the game reveals was they showed that girl, it was a platform jumper and she's wearing a she's wearing like a a, a sentient uh, arm bangle that that gives hmm. her powers and stuff and I I was looking at that going there's another Japanese that. game that's not pushing the Genshin anime teenage boy oh oh Genshin is careful. Genshin isn't Care- that careful. bad I'm just I'm, I'm just gonna go ahead and say <laughs> Genshin is like some of the characters are. But I would say most of the characters are not sexualized. Some of the characters are. But it's not like a lot of, of, of typical kind of animes that you see. Like animes are notorious for it. Mangas notorious yeah. for it. A lot of an- I mean, Japanese gotchas for sure. But Genshin is one of the better ones, I would say. Um, it's no Food Wars, that's for it's sure. It's no right? fucking Food Wars. Wait, wait, real quick. Have you watched more <laughs> of that? Just... No, I haven't had a chance right. to watch more of that or Way of the House Husband, Rooster, which is another one I want to get into. Watch it, put your headphones in. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> Dude, yes, put your headphones in. Yeah. Yeah, especially with your older kids. You don't want them anywhere oh, near man. this stuff. Definitely They're, not, dude. They probably already know about it. Yeah, probably, <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> all right, well, let's go ahead and move on to the, to the next one. Yeah, move, moving on. Spe- speaking of something you want your kids to participate mm-hmm. in instead of watch having them watch... Uh, uh, food wars have them participate in the new uh pokemon unite uh update that's coming in that's making the game a little less pay to win yep um so first of all are any of you guys playing pokemon unite it's on no. mobile now D- define play oh it's on mobile, it's on now? mobile now oh okay yeah. uh uh-huh. no uh i have not played okay. it okay uh, i haven't played it since the last time you and i played wow, that's I think. a long time ago um yes it is so first of all pokemon unite it is officially out on mobile so those of you that have been wanting to play it but don't have a switch yeah now's your time to shine so go ahead and hop on um it's a very very good game they've made uh some really good updates to it a lot of new pokemon and one big thing that they wanted to do was that there was a complaint at the beginning where that it felt very pay to win because you can upgrade these um you can equip three items to a Pokemon whenever you play them. And um, if you, you know, buy a lot of this currency, then you can upgrade those items to give you, you know, stronger stats much quicker, much, much, much quicker than you could um, in a regular scenario. So it wasn't like a huge game breaking thing, but it definitely was enough to make a bit of a difference. And now they've actually changed that where they give you like these big EXP boosts where it actually can level um items up from you know zero all the way to the top and uh, you can get them through normal means of progression now actually so they've made that and and cut down that was really the only pay to win feature of the game and so they've really cut that down to nothing now so um that part is nothing really to worry about so you don't have to worry about your your kid taking your wallet or anything like that taking the credit card and (laughs) and charging a whole bunch to get you know the heavy stone leveled up to level 30 so 
a good game, make sure that you play it. That's basically it. Speaking of kids taking their credit cards, mm-hmm. my kid got in trouble the other day because he managed to somehow rack up a $60 bill in Roblox. Oh, yes. That has happened to we me. Don't, we don't we don't know how he got access or had got the ability to be able to make purchases in Roblox. But yeah, did, that did not go <laughs> well. Oh, I bet not, dude. Uh, did you ground him or what? He lost access to... Look, my wife was way easier on him than I would have been. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was hit, It was her money, so I let her kind of lead the charge mm-hmm. on this one. Because uh, if he had spent my $60... Oh. oh <laughs> yeah, I would have gotten my 60 bucks back from the sale of his iPad. There you yeah. go. Wow. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, what's the next one on the list? Uh, <laughs> well, speaking of uh, getting money back from sales, uh, Nintendo had a huge uh, direct. I would say huge. They had a direct. They had a very uh, lengthy you know, one. They had a they had a length. Yeah, yeah exactly. Had a lengthy direct. Um, we're not going to go through everything that they had. Um, just the stuff that's clear money grabs. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, um, <laughs> like the whole thing. Uh, first. <laughs> no, yeah, exactly. We'll, we'll we'll hit the highlights of the the stuff that I think you know most people want to hear yeah. about, and some things that we're really interested in. First and foremost, being the collection of N sixty four Genesis titles that they are releasing through the Nintendo Online service. Um, you mean the one they're <laughs> not releasing? Some, uh, yeah, go ahead. Let's okay. tell, tell us they about list that. One. All these really good games. Okay, and the N sixty four controller. That's epic. I love that yeah. thing. I think everybody who's ever played a Nintendo system and had that in their hands realizes that's a really good controller. Great. Mm-hmm. Those games, great. But what the fuck? No Shadows of the Empire? I'm not getting Dash Rendar when that was one of the premier games, in my opinion, back in the day for N64. Come on now. Star Wars Shadow of the Empire should be at launch. If they're going to put KOTOR on the Switch, screw that. They need Shadows of the Empire. That's That's my two cents. Well, what about this possibility? They don't release Shadows now, but it comes later. I still want it out the gate. (laughs) (laughs) Are you like, I want it now? I bought an N64 to play Shadows of the Empire. In fact, we bought it. It shipped to some FedEx location or UPS, whatever it was. And we, we figured a way to go pick it up. We didn't wait for it to ship. Because we wanted to play that game. <laughs> Dash Rendar also needs to come back to Star Wars. That's all I'm saying. Come on. Yeah, I mean, I think I think a lot of uh, Star Wars fans are probably in the same boat as you are. Like, a lot of those games. Well, the Super NES games, uh, Star Wars games, were actually, like, the first draw, right? The Super Star Wars, Super Empire, and Super mm-hmm. Return of the Jedi. Uh, but when you got to Shadow of the Empire on the N64, that was just pushing it to the next, like, three-dimensional uh, for playing it, I think everybody just fell in love with that game. Uh, I was an N sixty four, not like hater or whatnot, but I didn't. I I was playing the PlayStation instead of the N sixty four, so I didn't get in on a lot of that stuff. But don't get me wrong, I played my fair share of N sixty four games, Goldeneye, uh, <laughs> and I do have a full intimate understanding of that controller. Um, I'm probably one of the few people who could play the who could use the stick without having to hold the center portion of it um so i could use the the was the z stick or whatever they called it um in the center and just still have my hands on either side of the grip so uh if you've seen what the playstation controller looks like and or sorry the n64 controller what it looks like that's not an easy task (laughs) you have very large hands 
<laughs> you have to have large hands to be able to do that. I'm also a, a fan of the original Xbox controller. The, the, the John thank Wayne. you. I was going to say that the John Wayne. The, I don't know that many people know that Wayne. that was called that. I don't know. Maybe they I had no know idea that, that was called yeah. that. Yeah, I mean, I think I think the the few of us who were in compliance at the time do because that was how yeah it was listed it, right? in one of their white papers. I remember what that it's John yeah. Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. So moving on, uh, Super Smash Brothers mm-hmm. talked about the having the final DLC for uh, this version of the game. Like, what's going to come after? That? Are they just done? Well, updating? they said, yeah, for this version of the game, it's going to be done after this um, next character update. So chances, I mean, there's they're never going to close the door on Super Smash Brothers franchise. Brings them in way too much money. So. And it's also one of the one of the very few competitive outlets that they actually have that still has a scene. Um, I th- see what. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, so what I've heard is Nintendo hates the fact that it's competitive because you have to strip out everything that is Smash Brothers in order for it to become competitive. Well, it's all done third party though, competitive, and and yeah, they use what I mean they use like- old. I mean, honestly, they use old uh, rigs anyway. It's like they use melee. Melee is the typical one that it's played yeah. on. So that's true. Um, I don't think they have much to worry about that other than just like keeping the general interest with Smash Brothers games coming. But either way, uh, you know, I, I am assuming that there's going to be just another Super Smash Brothers coming probably in like another two years, I'm guessing. Um, mm, okay. Maybe even a little bit less, depending on, you know, how much or how quickly they want their money back. Because I am, I know that that's probably one of the. <laughs> like biggest um, extra content downloads that they probably have whenever new characters release for Super Smash. So, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm curious to see what I, I heard. I heard a stat mm-hmm. and I think it's either one third or two thirds of Smash Brothers fans do not own a Switch. A Smash Brothers fan do not own a Switch? Do not own what a Switch. What are they Switch. playing on? I don't. That just that other they're playing anything, but they're still fans of the of the game. Probably because they have older versions. Like that, you know, I, I feel like that would have to be it. The, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Either way, yeah. Um, what what they really need to do is put out another, you know, the next game, but make it actually geared towards being very balanced, like to have it more like <laughs> melee. Um, no, see, the balance of Smash is the stupid items that they put in there. That's how it balances itself. <laughs> that's the fucking like. Uh, I, I suppose in a sense chaos is balance i suppose and yeah yeah um but yeah who do you guys most importantly you know rooster fielded this question earlier but you know who do you guys think is going to be the final character to be added to the roster here uh, rooster you can should go, if i you know go first could it be maybe an updated uh samus updated samus oh. is there another form of samus well well, you have two, so you have the Samus in the suit and Zero Suit. Yeah, you already well, have those. Are we gonna, there another but one? what I'm saying is, are we from going to Dread? see something new from Dread? That would be interesting if they mm. tied that in. Like, they showed something new on Dread and then released that. <laughs> Chris Pratt. I was Mario. just going to say that. <laughs> but as Chris Pratt. I want Seth Rogen, Donkey Kong. Chris yeah, Pratt, as Mario. Chris Pratt. Yeah, <laughs> Dude, I'm, I'm taking a Jack know, but... Black Bowser before any of you guys, dude. Oh, nice. Yeah. My money's on a stupid Fire Emblem character. Uh, I think it's I, pretty sick, man. No, 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 dude. There's one character that has been universally wanted since the beginning of fucking time on this game. That is Waluigi. 
Oh, Waluigi was it has to come, dude. Well, Waluigi is a um, what's the what's the character? What are they called? Where you uh, where you can spawn them in the game? Oh yeah, he's an item. Yeah, he's an item. There he goes. Yeah, Waluigi's an Mm -hmm. item. Yeah. Do they do that typically where you have a character? I guess they do. Because Greninja was a Pokemon that you could get. So, and he also was playable. Yeah, and someone someone even made an animation of him being invited to to Smash Bros. Like having like a cinematic for it and it went viral. I am really thinking that Waluigi's coming, dude. There's no way that, because he's always on the top of the list for the past three iterations of this game as like, top three most wanted characters into this game there's and they've never they've done never it. done it dude this is the time waluigi will okay. have his moment dude and they announced what october 5th <laughs> i think is what i saw it's a fourth or fifth yeah, yeah. one of those two so okay. yeah I, i'm i'm very All excited right. to see it if it's a fuck so if it's you, a fucking fire emblem character dude i write I <laughs> <laughs> how many fire emblem characters are even like who knows man? <laughs> and, who, and more importantly who gives a shit <laughs> oh yeah oh Jesus. no fire emblem fans yeah. all three of them yeah uh, <laughs> it's funny because that's one of the few uh jpr rpgs i've played like on the um uh, the game the what the hell is the one where you hold it in your hand the 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 ga- oh the GBA the, or yeah. the Game the, Boy, the DS, yeah, the, the 3D 3DS. There you go, the 3DS. Yeah, that's like okay. the only. <laughs> that's serious. really the only. You know, I I bought it and played Fire Emblem and then and then uh, sold it. Is it worthy of the adoration? Wow. No, no. I was trying to. Ex- <laughs> I've been trying to figure out how to get myself into JPRPGs because everybody seems to mm-hmm. like them. And yeah, I, I'm, yeah, yeah. I, I've yet to find one. Find one that's just like, oh, okay, I'm in. Yeah, I'm still on the search. <laughs> I think, I think a lot of it is like some of the systems are a little bit complicated, and then the story doesn't doesn't help offset. Yeah, that like like because a lot of times you'd be like, I don't like the way this game plays, but I love the freaking story, so I'm gonna keep with it just to see what happens, and vice versa. That's a, like, yeah, it's a lot you know, the other way. The too. story sucks, but my god, the game is so much fun to play. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Then you have Avengers. <laughs> I was so I should have listened to you guys, and I didn't, and I bought it, and I nah. You done fucked yeah, up, bro. I, I want to love that game. I want to. So, so you're bad. the reason why they're still in business. Yes, <laughs> we we all wanted to love that game. Yeah, tried I tried so hardest. hard, dude. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. even asked on on Discord, and you guys were. And I, I remember uh, Chu was like, e- "If you want to play just the single player, it'll be cool." And I should have yeah. t- yeah. I should have stopped right there, but nope, there went my forty bucks. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Hey, at least you only paid forty. The rest was paid sixty for it, if not yeah, more. For real. Um, yeah, exactly. So speaking of throwing money away, apparently there's a new Animal Crossing update coming. Uh, uh, I'm only bringing this up because my daughters, mm-hmm. for several months after Animal Crossing, whatever the hell the most recent one came out. All they did was play and talk about like we would have weekly calls where we would just be on like just Zoom or or, uh, FaceTime talking. And these two yahoos are talking about their freaking islands and the cost of uh, what is it? Uh, What's that freaking vegetable thing? Is what it is? Is it? Oh, God. Yeah, turnips. Turnips, yeah. turnips! Damn it! I know it. Damn it! It's stuck in. It's stuck. No. Uh, so they would talk about the cost of turnips and the exchange and this and that. And I'm like, oh my god, you Bro, guys are killing me. My, so, my 
oh, I go, go ahead and tell yours, and then I'll tell mine. <laughs> so yeah. every couple weeks, or may, maybe every month now, I have to log in and play that game because it's on my side of the Switch. So, and everybody's been playing on mine, and because I'm the one that has the the the, the live service, right. the account, the live service. Yeah. So what happens is anytime mm-hmm. they want to mm-hmm. move something or they want to do something, I'm the guy that has to log in and go do that. Oh. Yeah. So. And I think they think it's funny to make me do it. I really do. <laughs> and I will have so, to pay for this stupid Animal Crossing thing. I know I'm going to have to. Yep. So I <laughs> I have been, my, my girlfriend has been like begging me to get her the Animal Crossing for um, Switch. I have not done it yet because she, like about a year and a half ago, I told her, because she was, you know, like it was, you know, the pandemic. She wanted something to do um, because, you know, her job put her remote and uh, she just finished up with school. And so she wanted something to do. And I was like, you know, and she was you know locked at home. So I was like, you know, try try playing this game because she's not opposed to, to gaming at all. And so I was like, try playing this game. And I, I gave her Pocket Camp because she doesn't really like super competitive games. So I was like, try out, mm-hmm. try out Pocket Camp, which it's, it's Animal, um, whatever, Animal Crossing Pocket Camp. So it's the mobile version okay. of the game. My God, dude, that was the biggest mistake I ever made in my fucking life. <laughs> she is, she's like level bazillion. She owns fucking oh islands God. and that shit. She's on it. Like I have never been so devoted to a game in my life as an actual gamer. This thing is like, it never stops. It's insane, dude. And she changes her fucking campsite every five fucking minutes <laughs> to make it match up with the theme for the year like it's insane. whenever new content drops dude she has this shit timed out she made excel programs dedicated to all right what what does each character fucking want their shirt oh to be God. like this fucking is it's nuts and then you know whenever she she moved here um she was like can i you know because she tried to get me to play pocket camp at the beginning. I was like, no, fuck that. You know, I, I tried it out for like a week and I was like, oh, I wanted to mm-hmm. put a gun to my fucking head. <laughs> and uh, so I, I never really did anything after that. Whenever she was here, she was like, she was like, babe, can can I, you know, just use your phone for like two minutes a day just to you know, play this so I can send myself gifts. Um, in the game and I was like I just feel like if if I let you do that you're gonna want the phone like all the time and I'm gonna be like, <laughs> fucking beholden to you for my phone she's like no 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 it's not gonna be like, you can ask me back for the phone anytime you want I was like and I, I don't care if she has my phone she doesn't care if I have your phone it, you know it's all fine but I was yeah. just like you know I want to be able to get my phone back if I want something on my phone right well yeah, fast forward yeah. like fucking three weeks and she's now on like a fucking 30 minute spree every like two hours with my phone <laughs> sending herself fishing fucking i'm probably level six thousand in that game now for all i know <laughs> but it's it's fucking ridiculous so i have told her like you know like i i will i said eventually i'll get her this but i know she knows that the update's coming because she saw it on the nintendo uh, direct thing when i was watching it and i was like fuck mm. man i'm screwed so i'm gonna have to get her this and uh I don't know if I'll ever be able to play on my consoles again afterwards. We're going to have to see. See, I'm telling you, that's why I solved that problem by I have three Switches in the house. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I mean, the the Switch can go portable. Thank God that thing can go portable, actually. That might be the lifesaver right there. (laughs) So, yeah. There you go. There you go. Um, So, uh, (laughs) I don't have a real good segue for this one, but, like, we, we, we talked about a couple of weeks ago 
the KOTOR remake mm-hmm. that's coming out and how everybody is super like, keen on it because they're like, wow, dude, they're going to update the graphics and visuals. It's going to be a totally new game. Nintendo doubled down and said, hey, what if we gave you the original KOTOR on the Switch? <laughs> oh, and nobody shit. gave a shit. This rooster, why why do you not like this? I, I just think it's stupid. It's they're they're just trying to reach into our pockets and steal a little money. And what I, I, I don't think it'll play well on the coat on the switch also. I played it on not the tab I played it on the tab on a on an iPad. And I think yeah, it was on the iPad and it was horrible. And I gotta imagine that it's not gonna be that great on the switch. And, uh, and as you pointed out, the remastered version is is coming. Yeah, and it's like right? Yeah. Why would anybody buy- not remastered remake? Re- yes, I'm sorry. Yeah. Yes, you're right. Remake version is coming. So and it's funny yeah. you say remaster because okay, I I would say maybe that might be a good deal if you're going to remaster it, do a quick remaster of Kotor and put it on the Switch. Yeah, okay. I love that game. The game has a lot of a lot of hours on it, a lot of sentimentality about how fun I had playing that game. Mm-hmm. However, if it's the same game, why would I play it on the Switch if I can play it on other platforms that are going to be better exactly and and have it look better too um you know and and with the remake so i don't know why they did this that's it's a weird fucking move well i guess we do know why it's for money yeah and (laughs) and it probably will work they're they're gonna get a whole bunch of money that are from people who are hyped about the remake coming so did any of you play dark forces on the switch Mm -mm. no i love that game too like Star Wars FPS, first-person shooter, right? Those, yep, those yep. are beloved by me and a lot of other Star Wars fans. And I got it on there, and it was uh, it was not good, not good. That's and that other one that Je- the the Jedi Academy ones on there as well. Nintendo, the, the Switch has a history, really. You know, they put they just put Neverwinter Nights on there, like the yeah. original Neverwinter Nights. That game plays like so much ass that even if you love that game, no, it's not. It's it's so horrible. And I said, I went back and I I installed it on a on a, on my desktop to see if it was just that I was remembering it better than it was. No, it is better on the PC and it plays like garbage on the on the on the Switch. The Switch oh, has yeah, its that's sad. Switch has its things things it's really good at. It needs to stay in its lane and do those things. That's my yeah, my what the fuck. Instead of trying to, yeah. Well, one of those things that the Switch and Nintendo are good at is Metroid. There you go. And Metroid announced or had a brief story trailer uh, that came out, it fleshed out the story a little bit. Uh, had had some additional stuff. I mean, I think it was all clips we'd seen in the game before. But what are your guys' thoughts so far on on the upcoming Metroid release? I'm just gonna say I've never been a Metroid like fan, really. I think I played like a little bit of the one on GameCube, um, but like I couldn't get into it. So my only real like experience of you know Metroid or Samus specifically is from Super Smash. So this like I don't the whole side scrolling thing. I'm not like a giant fan of anyways. So. I, I'm not super excited about this game, but it's not because of like it doesn't look cool or whatever. It's just because I have no interest in the play style. But okay. yeah, Rooster. Okay, I think so. I can't remember which one was it that they revealed that Samus is a girl. 
Was that the first one? Actually, the very okay. first one. Very so that first was Metroid. for yeah. me. That will always be a memory that is like my first video game reveal that I first big like, oh my god, I didn't know that was that. I didn't know. Yeah, and I'll always remember that. And I, and I, I got the Metroid Edition uh, 3DS. That's the one I had. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Oh, cool. I mean, it was a beautiful device. Um, oh, fun yeah. to play. The the Metro games are fun. They're but I'm kind of with. You know, Hebrew here, I am not a huge side-scroller fan. There we go. You know, and it, it almost looks... <laughs> there we go. Is it... You know, what's that latest Abe's Odyssey game, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, Soulstorm? I tried to love that game. But again, it's kind of side-scrolly. It. And I I just think that feels dated. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Exactly. It's a dated play style You for guys me. are not, not fans of the side-scroller. I'm going to play Metroid Dread. Um, because I like like that Metroid style, more Metroidvania style of game, mm-hmm. really. Um, and also, um, I mean, it just it, it looks pretty good. That's the other thing. I just I can't. I just it does look fantastic. Waiting, yeah. I mean, Shadow Complex, I think was the name of the game. Was a game I had a lot of fun with. Uh, Mark of the Ninja was another game I had a lot of fun with. Both of them are like the side scrolling. Uh, platform games so Hades. i like to well hades isn't a side scroller but um it's a and it's a roguelike oh yeah but i still right. love it that's right yeah yeah oh i loved hades hades i think got shafted and didn't get game of the year award damn it Should've yeah i did that. that's right um yeah exactly but uh, all of those games um I, I i definitely enjoy and i can't wait to kind of see where metroid uh takes us uh Fair. speaking of Speaking of games that are kind of like a, not Super everyone's awesome. cup of tea, not everyone's cup of tea, but are still can still be <laughs> enjoyable. Uh, take us through the Yokotaru Voice of Cards. So I'm I'm going to keep this one fairly brief because I'm aware that I'm the only one here with any <laughs> taste that likes this game. Oh, so, oh my uh, <laughs> god! <laughs> but now this, this is a game where they they're doing an RPG exclusively through cards. So every character is represented by a card. Every town's represented by a card. Vendors, cards, forests made up of many cards. Like it's a very interesting and unique <laughs> way to have a new RPG experience. And for me, especially also because the I'm a big fan of like really good illustration and the fucking illustration that they put on these cards on all of them are so unique and interesting um, and just fucking straight up gorgeous. Uh, I, I can't wait to, to actually play through it just to see the art even. So um, I'm really excited. It looks super cool. And, you know, most importantly, it's, it's very unique. So if you're that interests you at all uh make sure to check it out uh and it's called voice of cards i think it's called voice of cards the isle of the dragon or something like that is its full name but voice of cards will get you to where you need to go but uh, yeah so that is coming out for the switch so is this a game you would pay 60 dollars for i know that's That's a loaded question with you because you've you've dumped some serious cash and other games (laughs) i've dumped some serious cash into some stupid games before that's for sure this will be one of the decisions that i will not be upset with because i can tell already that this game even like because i think most of the time whenever i get into a game 
it's it's future that I'm not sure about, and then it ends up never panning out for me. Well, like because it has some kind of you know incoming content, and that's what ends up fucking it up is that they screw up the incoming content, or it comes way too late, or whatever. And this, it's a simple, you know, it's it's an RPG game told through a specific style. There is no, it doesn't seem like there's any multiplayer or anything like that. So I'd imagine since I know what it is going in, I don't think I'll really be let down too much. I think I'll come out of it saying, I'm glad I gave it a try or I really love it. So, yeah. Because it seems All like right. a game that's well. going to nickel and dime you for the cards. No, it's it's not mm. like that. There is, I don't at least I don't think I don't think there's any microtransactions of cards oh, or anything cool. like that. We we could see, but I don't I don't think it's a game like that. Especially since there's no, like I also think like the desire to do something like that is drastically reduced if there's not really any competitive multiplayer of any kind. Mm. So um, yeah, I think it'll be okay. All right. Well. That being said, <laughs> uh, something else. I mean, we're getting a theme here, like old stuff becoming new stuff uh, because it's being reintroduced, like the whole what, 30 year cycle thing. I don't know. If this is 30 years old, but uh, Rooster, talk us a little bit about the Shadowrun. Trilogy. Well, it's interesting because I don't know a whole lot about the game, but what it did get, what got me excited was I used to play a game called Crusaders No Remorse. And then there was a sequel, Crusaders No Regret. And uh, it, it was the same mm-hmm. style of game, that 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 isometric view, top-down. And I think mm-hmm. you even played the, a game with me called Star Trek Away Team, the hooch back in the day when we were in when we were in that room all together. And that, that was that <laughs> same style where, and I, I just like that, you know, you're looking at that chunk of the map, you're 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 doing that kind of that kind of gameplay where there's a, there's some cover and there's line of sight. And I think that's what that, that kind of did for me was uh, it kind of rekindled that, Oh, this is, this is really something that I could, I, I, I could enjoy watching their, their, what is it? 28 seconds worth. So there's not a lot to glean from there, you know? And I like, mm-hmm. I like cyberpunk. I like, I like that mm-hmm. kind of feel to it. Um, this looks like it's a, uh, Looks like there's going to be a trilogy of these things. Um, mm-hmm. Oh boy! And I just well, like yeah. I, I I like that style of gameplay, and I'm hoping that it looks like it plays like those old style Crusader games. If you've never played one, you, you look it up. They're they're really cool. They were really challenging. Um, you, mm-hmm. you died a lot, and it was a <laughs> it was a lot of good gameplay. And it was the first time I'd ever shot a character in a game, and they disintegrated, and you could see the the armor and then the skin and then the muscle and then the yeah. bones and the organs yeah. and they would just disintegrate through. I thought that was kind of, you know, you know, a little gory, right. but a little, a little fun, right? A little, a little. Yeah. For me, it, it looks too dated for me. I couldn't do it. Even if I wanted to, I, I, I can't get there. Hooch, what about you? <laughs> I don't know. Um, there's a lot of other stuff that I'm going to play. I'm, I'm going to wait to hear what people think. That's about the it nice way of saying I'm not going to play it. By the way, I probably won't end up playing it, but uh, no, it doesn't. It's not from a lack of like desire or want or whatever. But like, so here's the the, here's the major dilemma I have. Right. Obviously, kids being the big thing. Time is rare to do stuff on my own. But then I'm taking on more responsibility at work. So whereas, you know, on a slow day, 
I'd be like, hey, you know what? I can pop a show on in the background and, you know, be like, hey, I'm going to pay attention to this thing or or take a little bit of extra time to maybe have a couple of minutes to play a game a little bit longer. It's like, no, <laughs> that, that's that gone out the window. <laughs> I spend most of my time in meetings where I have to pay attention. So it's just kind of like, uh. Yes, by meeting. You know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it just, it, it took away that kind of free time mm-hmm. to, you know, at least passively engage in something right now it's just like forget it no i gotta be i gotta be too focused so um uh, as a final note we kind of touched on this a little bit do we want to go a little bit deeper into uh the new star wars game that's coming out from quantic i don't know there's just not a lot of detail right yeah it's not i mean we we know a the as you pointed out you know the developing company like it's it's made some pretty heavy hitters um, Detroit Becoming Human and Heavy Rain, as you guys said, which I did. I only played a little bit of Heavy Rain. It was very good. Um, did not play the whole thing though. Um, but and I did not play Detroit Becoming Human. But I know that it's it's done very well. Um, so I'm excited to play a Star Wars game from them. But I don't know if I'm like I need to figure out what type of game it's going to be before I can, you know, be too excited yeah. for it because there's so many Star Wars games coming out now. Because uh, they've just really like let loose on their IP, like it's not just EA making them anymore. So, um, like we have another one coming out. You know, Ubisoft is making one. Yep. Uh, it's an MMO, um, which is going to be very exciting. So, yeah i I think that one has my the like my biggest interest right now. Like, an a MMO. Um, or was it open? Or no, it's open. Yeah, it's open world, right? They called it a. They described it as uh, a sandbox. Yeah. Oh, they did. Yeah. Okay. I remember That's correctly. An interesting hey, one. Uh, All right. So speak. Go ahead, go ahead. But made by Ubisoft, like already, like that makes it very interesting to me. So, yeah. Well, I, I'm I'm curious to see what happens with that one. But you know, I I also heard that they might not be putting in Jedi's in it. What? Uh, you know what though? I'm okay with that. Like a Star I Wars. I know everybody is. I know everybody's like Star Wars without Jedi's. It's not Star Wars. Like there's a whole other world out there. The Jedi weren't like massive in number. Yeah, but that's like, what makes it unique. every time you. Well, seeing a Jedi should have been like a unique thing. You're like holy, it's crap, not that unique. Depending though. on they've the done, era, they've done it already, right? Star Wars Galaxies, which was the first mm-hmm. Star Wars MMO, yeah, that's which. True. I beta, I alpha tested and beta tested early on in that game. It was there were no Jedi's, and it was a very long time before you even saw lightsabers for force sensitive characters. It was. Uh, mm-hmm. Oh yeah, wasn't that that I, I remember like that game? It ended up dying, obviously, but um, <laughs> it had a big following. It had a cult following, and then yeah. like they they made like another version of it that lived for a little bit. Like yep. the fans made another mm-hmm. version of it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but yeah, like Jedi's eventually came into that game due to popular demand. I think. Yeah, right? but to get them, it was very difficult, and it was very, it was very towards the end. I actually started one of the largest uh, player. They call them player associations there. Mm-hmm. In that in that game, they actually gave us our own starport. It was pretty. It was pretty neat. Oh, that's pretty cool. I love that game. That game for me was just the best Star Wars game. You know, for a long time for me. And so I hope until yeah, what I would say, you know, I played tour, you know, mm-hmm. and I'm talking about multiple, uh, like massive, you know, online games. Right. Right. So I played tour and I liked, 
and I think Tor has, and I think you guys talked about this last week a little bit or mentioned, touched on it, that, you know, there are so many different story options within Tor. So that kind of really took, that was my really my next Star Wars love. And I like that more than some of the single player stuff that's come, that's come around because there's such a rich diversity of characters and stories. I mean, every character class has a story and that's incredible, right? And I, Mm -hmm. if, if I had the time, I would still be playing that game. Yeah, I want. I've, I've said for a really long time. I want an updated, graphically intense, um, like Star Wars MMO, very similar to uh, Tor. Uh, I think I mm. think that would be a lot of fun to play again, and and especially with you know, um, I mean, there's so many shit MMOs coming out now. I just want <laughs> one to come out that really blows it out of the water. You know what I mean? So yeah, good. Yeah, something like that. I'd love to play it. Yeah. So yeah, um, I guess that's that's it for this week. Though we did make it yep. through on our longest episode for a very long time, actually two hours Sorry. and twenty minutes long. No, oh, dude, not your fault at all. We yeah. we had a lot to talk about. We went over a bunch of stuff. So hey, it was a fun episode. <laughs> it was. It was. Uh, um, yeah. But yeah. Anyways, uh, I hope that you guys uh, enjoy this particularly long one. It was a long one, but a fun one. So make sure that you guys listen up. Um, and if you are listening for the first time or whatever, welcome. Uh, if you want to check out our Patreon, once again, patreon.com forward slash ANR pod. If you want to go to our Discord, discord.me forward slash ANR. And also, of course, don't forget to review. Give us those five stars on Apple Podcasts. That'd be amazing. And uh, yeah, it's pretty much going to end it off for the week. So thank you very much, Hooch. No problem. And thank you, Bearded Rooster. I had a blast. All right. And uh, we will talk to all you guys next week.